The Watchdog is FM 98.1, AM 1600, WKKX Wheeling, FM 97.7, AM 1370, WVLY Moundsville. It's later this month. ABC's business and economics correspondent Deirdre Bolton on what it shows. U.S. employers added a healthy 315,000 jobs in August with companies hiring the most workers in business and professional services. Wage growth held steady in August. That will reassure the Fed that the rate hikes are working to cool the economy in a measured way. That is the ideal. Western states are about halfway through a week-long heat wave. The triple-digit temperatures are taxing power grids and making it dangerous to be outdoors. In Northern California, three towns near the Oregon border now under evacuation orders due to a fast-moving blaze. ABC's Alex Prechet is in the town of Weed. This mill fire, 0% contained. A red flag warning issued as firefighters prepare to battle winds higher than 30 miles an hour. In Florida, last-minute checks at Cape Canaveral as NASA readies for this afternoon's launch of its first reboot rocket mission to the moon. NASA says it's on track for a Saturday afternoon liftoff of its Artemis 1 mission after engine troubles forced a delay earlier this week. We're set to go this weekend. NASA Administrator Bill Nelson. Major networks are expected to break from their programming to cover the launch, even during some college football games. I expect that a bunch of college football fans are going to be cheering at the top of their lungs when they see this Artemis flight take to the heavens. The test mission will send an unmanned capsule into orbit around the moon before returning to Earth. Mark Remillard, ABC News. In Moscow, mourners turned out today to honor Mikhail Gorbachev. Earlier, his body lie in state at this past hour. The burial service is taking place. He died earlier this week at the age of 91. You're listening to ABC News. Attention all business owners who rent or lease space, including storage space. Stop wasting your money paying someone else for your space. You can now save a ton of money and own your own building with the incredible sale prices from General Steel. That's right. Start saving money every month on renting space from others. Just call 877-25-STEEL to see how General Steel can help you save money. Our 50-year structural warranty buildings are custom designed for your needs and save you a ton of money. Call 877- 7725 Steel. Take it from a successful entrepreneur. If you need to expand or start a new business, you need General Steel. Great team and the competitive pricing is the reason I went with General Steel. Call 877-25 Steel now and you can get any of our popular quick construction structures including a 40 by 60 foot building or a 50 by 100 clear span building fast and easy. Call 877-25 Steel. That's 877-257-8335. 877-25-STEEL. The dangerous journey for migrants trying to cross the U.S.-Mexico border turning deadly for some. Officials say at least eight migrants have been found dead in Texas. The bodies were discovered after dozens of migrants attempted a dangerous crossing near Eagle Pass, Texas, say the U.S. Border Patrol and Mexican officials. This after days of heavy rains caused very swift currents. The U.S. Border Patrol says crews rescued over 30 others, detained over a dozen more, and that Mexican officials took over 30 migrants into custody. Crews on both sides of the border continue searching for any other victims, says the Border Patrol. No word from what countries the migrants came. Chuck Sievertson, ABC News. It is the end of an era, maybe, for tennis great Serena Williams following a loss at last night's U.S. Open in New York City. Serena Williams is out of the U.S. Open women's singles competition 
competition with a third-round loss to Australia's Isla Tomjanovic. Afterwards, an emotional Williams paid tribute to her big sister. I wouldn't be Serena if it wasn't Venus, so thank you, Venus. Williams says she wants to evolve away from tennis to focus on her family, but when asked, wouldn't rule out a comeback. I don't think so, but you never know. True to form, Williams hung in until the very end, fending off five match points. Daria Albinger, ABC News, New York. Williams and her sister Venus lost earlier this week in the doubles match at the Open, but both could still play in future tournaments. This is ABC News. If you're one of the 100 million Americans who suffer from high blood pressure, this is for you. New Vicks NyQuil High Blood Pressure is specially formulated for people with high blood pressure. NyQuil High Blood Pressure is sugar-free and alcohol-free. NyQuil High Blood Pressure is also decongestant-free, unlike some ordinary cold medicines. So look for Vicks NyQuil High Blood Pressure. The nighttime sniffling, sneezing, coughing, aching, fever, sore throat, cold, and flu for people with high blood pressure? Medicine. Use as directed. I'm Michelle Franz in ABC News. Are you or your loved ones facing a serious legal battle? The Law Office of Paul Harris wants you to know you aren't alone. Do you need someone that's not afraid to go to trial and fight for your rights? Attorney Paul Harris and his team are willing to go where most firms are not. The courtroom. With a successful track record in civil litigation, criminal defense, including tax issues and healthcare fraud, Harris Law Office will fight for their clients by offering the most aggressive representation in and out of court. Call Paul Harris at Harris Law Office for a free consultation. 304 232 they said it couldn't be done. Cut inflation, cut the deficit, put more money in the pockets of West Virginia families. That's the deal Joe Manchin just cut in Washington. It's not a Democrat deal, a Republican deal, or a Green deal. It's a red, white, and blue deal. Joe's plan negotiates lower prescription prices, expands oil and gas production for today and encourages the development of alternative energy for tomorrow. And get this, it's all paid for by big corporations and Wall Street. Nobody making under $400,000 will pay a penny more. That's right, no new taxes. The deficit gets cut, inflation lowered, more money for average families. It's a win for West Virginia and America. That's Joe Manchin, smart, independent, always doing what's best for West Virginia. Paid for by West Virginia Freedom Alliance. Once again, Toyota is the best resale value brand according to Kelly Blue Book's KBB.com. So stop waiting and check out a new Camry available with all-wheel drive and a 24-valve V6 engine delivering an impressive 301 horsepower. Or check out a stylish Venza with an all-hybrid powertrain and 40 miles per gallon. Visit buyatoyota.com and reserve yours today. Toyota, let's go places. A serious injury from an accident can be just the start of your worries. What if you cannot return to work? How do you take care of your family if you're disabled? At Gellner Law Offices, we represent seriously injured people and understand their problem. We know how to get your fair compensation. We will work hard to make sure you get the money you deserve for your losses. Don't go it alone. If you're hurt in an accident, call us at 304-242-2900 or visit us at gellnerlaw.com. We'd like to help. You have ever wanted to get in shape and get all the physical and mental sharpness that comes along with boxing training? Now you can do it in a safe, clean, 
and supervised location with an experienced boxing trainer. Team Terra Fitness from Morristown, Ohio is offering boxing training now. If you are interested, you can contact me. James T.U. will arrange a free introductory session. You can reach me at 412-298-9805 or send me an email to James T.U. Lawyer. That's James T.I.U. Lawyer at gmail.com. Hey, I'm going to the kitchen. Can I grab you a Coors Light? Yeah, that sounds good. Huh. I never knew there was a zip line in my fridge. Hey! Hey, hey buddy! Hey, buddy. Yeah. You got two Coors Lights up there? You got it! Always brewed down to 34 degrees. With a taste as cold as the Rockies, only Coors Light gives you refreshment every time. Here you go. Two Coors Lights. Awesome, man. Wow, these are really cold. That's the only way I deliver it. Sure. I mean, you being a mountain climber at all? Yep. You probably need a pretty warm coat in there, huh? Yep. Hey, Ben! Yeah! Ask him if he has any nachos! Um, you got any nachos in there? No. Just icy cold Coors Light? Yep. That makes sense. It is the Rockies. Coors Light, the world's most refreshing beer. Coors Brewing Company, Golden, Colorado. With great beer comes great responsibility. Babies come with lots of decisions. Cloth or disposable? Crib or bassinet? So when it comes to protection, go with the safest, most effective choice, vaccination. Get all the recommended vaccines for your baby by age two to protect your child against 14 serious childhood diseases. For more reasons to vaccinate, talk to your child's doctor. Go to cdc.gov vaccines or call 800-CDC-INFO. A message from the Centers for Disease Control and Prevention. Hello everyone from the Watchdog, I'm Darnell Foster with a look at your local weather forecast for your football Friday. Look for partly to mostly cloudy skies, a daytime high near 83. Overnight, mostly cloudy skies with a temperature near 67 for the low. You'll see clouds, limited sunshine for your Saturday with highs in the lower 80s. Have yourself a great weekend everyone from the Watchdog, I'm Darnell Foster. The views and opinions expressed on the following program are not necessarily those of this station or its sponsors. Great song to bring us in on a Saturday morning, September 4th. The Rolling Stones, Mick and the Boys. She's a rainbow, one of my favorites. I'm here. This is Mike Florak. 
with Ross, the Stone Cold Stunner, Johnston, and the Hall of Fame sports writer, Doug Huff. We'll have uh, Dr. Georges calling in on site a little later from the uh, big tailgate near Lane Avenue outside of uh, Ohio Stadium, and it's going to be a great Saturday. A lot of things to talk about. Great to see you here, Ross. Great to see you guys, Doug. Welcome. Good to be here. How's it feel like sitting in the big chair? <laughs> uh, I, I'm just glad that the big chair must have a big weight limit because whatever that weight limit is, I'm pushing it. So I need to. I'm, I'm just glad we're on radio. If if the television, if radio was adding 10, 10 pounds, I couldn't afford it. I might be threatening the stability of the chair here, but uh, but we'll be okay without Doc. We'll miss him. Uh, we'll have him, like I said, calling in in a little while. Got a lot of stuff to talk about today. Ton of high school football backyard brawl happened the other night was uh, just a dandy, and of course, uh, college football today the big just a little Ohio game. State Notre Dame game that everybody's been been talking about for uh, what two years now. Um, so we, we'll start off with our uh, high school football uh, wrap up here, and on Thursday night we had a couple of. Uh, games. I was at. I attended the Brook Indian Creek game. It was a dogfight, old-fashioned football. Seven-seven at halftime. Brook pulled ahead and won twenty-one to seven on their home field. Pretty well attended. Uh, good crowd. Old-fashioned football. Like I said, I think I saw two passes in the first half. So, uh, Brook runs a version of uh, a lot, a lot of motion, a lot of misdirection, uh, almost like a wing T kind of offense and, and they, they played very uh, well. It was a clean, hard-fought game. I left at halftime to go, of course, see the back end of the backyard brawl. When I got home, uh, my wife was happy. She's a, a WVU grad. And then I think uh, maybe maybe you, you I jinxed you married, you married up. <laughs> I did, I did, I did, absolutely. I'll kick so, this coverage. Yeah, absolutely. No, no question about that. Anybody who knows the two of us knows uh, that, that, that is true. And uh, I think I may have put the jinx on the Mountaineers, though, because uh, as we know how that turned out. But it was great to see the brawl back, absolutely. And we'll talk about that in a little while. But first, we've got some uh, some big games last night. Uh, Wheeling Central and uh, Wheeling Park both won. Uh, big victories for both of them. Uh, Wheeling Central beat Tusky Central 62-21. to Mr. And Mr. Ferrer had over 200 <coughs> yards rushing in that yes, game. Yes, big night. Bunch big of touchdowns, night. too. Yeah, yeah, five touchdowns, it looks like, on only 10 carries. So you're if you're yeah. five out of 10 carries, you're, you're going to the house, I'd say give that guy the ball a little bit that more. That team is supposed to be a lot bigger than Central, <clears> too, <throat> physically bigger. It must not have been faster, though, obviously. No, obviously yeah, not. Yeah, that game was broadcast last night on WKKX. Well, hats off to Coach Young on, on a great night. Uh, Wheeling Park also. Uh, they hammer, hammered Brashear, one of the uh, the Whippeo schools from over across the border in, in the Pittsburgh area. 42-12 uh, to 12 down on Wheeling Island. And uh, it's good to see the local teams off to a, a good start yep. on, on this side. Ross, you were at another game. You you did another game last yeah, night. Yeah. Um, Myself, Coach Mark Heinerman, Coach Bob Treveri went up to Weir and uh, watched uh, Mark Caesar and John Marshall pick up their first win. But let me tell you, it wasn't easy. Weir, in my opinion, dominated, especially defensively, 
on the defensive front, I mean, they had a hard time. Clips and Wallace did have like 60 yards receiving, 50-some yards rushing, but almost all of it was in the fourth quarter. As weird, they were stuffing John Marshall for the longest time. I think they had three first downs in the third quarter, John wow. Marshall did. Wow. So, I mean, it was something. That the difference in the game, two plays, Caleb Yates, big defensive tackle, uh, picked off a screen pass for John Marshall. So we got to see him run down the sidelines oh, wow. about 45 yards. Oh, and that's that's why the, yeah, that's when the big guys got the football and he's yeah. trying to... And Rumbling, they, stumbling. Yeah. And they tackled him at the three-yard line, unfortunately. Oh. For them. And a couple plays later, Jacob Caulfield uh, ran in from two. And then on the opening kickoff of the second half, Ashton Collette brought back the kickoff 90 yards for a touchdown. That made it 13-0. And then we were at a touchdown midway fourth quarter. So, uh, but it was a hard-fought football game, L less than 425 yards total offense between the two teams. Like, Jam had, like, 205, and Weir had, like, 215 or something like that. Fine line between winning and losing because uh, John Marshall lost a close one to University last week, and now they won a close one against Weir. So yeah. it sort of balances out, yeah. Yeah, I was impressed with Weir's defense. I, I really was. They, they, I thought John Marshall had a bunch of offensive linemen returning, and they're huge, and Weir was in their face the whole night. Was Weir big? They they seem like they always they have, have a big team. Yeah, they have a couple big guys. They have a couple 290, 300-pounders on the defensive front. But their, the, their linebackers were good. Their defensive – I mean, they just played solid D. It was, it was, I was impressed by them. It's amazing some of the, the size of some of these kids now. Like um, uh, Indian Creek's two tackles. I, I believe the one was – he was 6'6", six, six, and he looked like he weighed two, 260. So he was lean, the right tackle, the left tackle – I think he was six eight and well over three hundred pounds. Oh, really, really big guys. I remember those big Wintersville teams. They always Wintersville always and had Wintersville and Brooke had a big rivalry. They had time. a terrific rivalry, yes. and yes. Uh, of course, uh, we had Robbie Keeney talking about that great rivalry. Yes. And um, uh, my boss, Mike Orbovich, is a former. Uh, uh, he's a Wintersville grad, okay. and they love that rivalry going back uh, to the days of Coach Fornsaglio and yes. Coach Billiard and all the other great coaches that coached at both of those schools. Yes. So, so it's good to see those two meeting. It was a, like I said, it was a pretty good game. First half, pretty even. Uh, turnover helped um, helped Indian Creek get in the end zone early. Brooke came back and scored near the end of the half. And then, uh, like I said, I left to, to come home and watch the. Didn't the Brooke quarterback get hurt early, Sparringen? He did. He got, yeah, he had a real good game last week. I remember. Yeah, yes. yeah. Uh, he was. Uh, I think he, he he returned a a kickoff, maybe about fifty or sixty yards, and I'm not sure if that's when it happened. You know, there are a few people there I wanted to see and talk to, and uh, have one eye on the game and talking to some of the uh, administrators that were in the stands and whatnot, but. Um, it was it was a good game. I was really really pleased to see that and see, see the a, a decent crowd there, and and like I said before, and I know I hope this doesn't uh, this doesn't sting you being a former rival, Ross, but <laughs> but uh, it seems like the Valley and Valley football are, are always better when you have that Brook that big B oh, yeah. is yes. in the mix. I was a Cub reporter when the Billiards teams ascended to the championships. Oh, you had that great Jeff experience. Jeff Swisher and those guys. I mean, they were just something else. Yeah. So, yeah, I agree with you. And um, no, it was a, wasn't a rival. How'd you say it? It was great. It was once a rival with it. No, I'm, we're still rivals. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> hey, one more note. I just want to make sure. I think I already said it, but I just wanted to congratulate Mark Caesar on his first victory as John Marshall head coach. Oh, yeah. Good for good for Mark. Uh, hats off to him. The great uh, Caesar name here is they, well known here in the Valley. They go to 
Bridgeport, West Virginia next week. That's not going to be easy at all. They play the dog are isn't that a team that throws like six times a game? Uh, I, I, maybe if they're yeah, if they're desperate, they'll throw six. So they always have a big offensive line, and they they want to they want to run the ball fifty times. Well, I'm sure with that that Caesar bloodline, that Caesar influence, that uh, Bridgeport's going to have their hands full and know they were in a ball game. So oh yeah, we'll, we'll look forward to following that one. Uh, my Crusaders uh, from Steubenville Catholic Central were defeated uh, by. Wellsville, uh, thirty to nine. Uh, I think that was the other game on Thursday night, and then we we have uh, a couple of the other contests. Um, Union local uh, won big over Martin's Ferry. That, that was mm-hmm. a, a, the 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 winner loss wasn't a, no the margin yeah, yeah the margin sixty to fourteen exactly. the yeah. margin holy moly yeah, that was at yeah. Martin's Ferry it was yeah. at Ferry Ferry's had three home games to open the season yep. right yeah, and yes. the Jets three and zero. Jets three and zero. That's Ferry is usually such a tough place to play. Right, you know, it's it just great tradition there. We talk about some of these schools here in the valley that have had just great traditions, and, and Martin's Ferry's tradition oh, takes yeah. a backseat to nobody. Oh, I've covered games all all over, and so has Doug. I mean, when I go to Ferry for some reason, I, even I've done Old Sparky. Yeah. Um, John Marshall yeah. played over there a couple of times. You get a chill. There's just something Absolutely, there. Absolutely, yeah. Um, it helps that the older Mr. Bruni's in the press box. Oh, <laughs> as soon as you walk in, that's who you see. He's like the guy greeting you, telling you where there's food and water and all that stuff. That's enough to leave you so, with all right from the beginning. Right. A, lot of, a lot of big football names have played on that field, both uh, for Ferry and against Ferry. So Absolutely. The, the, fair, uh, the Ferry Bel Air rivalry, I oh, believe, wow. is the oldest one in the state of Ohio, if I'm it's, not mistaken. No, it's third. It's third. It's third. Because Maslin McKinley. Maslin McKinley, yeah. Um, but, uh, yeah, just, just great to see football back here in the Valley. Um, we, ha- we had a number of other uh, games, of course. We have uh, Steubenville is playing uh, in a couple hours, kicking off against a, a really good team from Maryland. So uh, we'll, we'll be following that as, as they go along. Are those early um, kickoff games like 11 and 12 on Saturday, is that because of the uh, distance the visiting team has to travel? They probably might want to get the game over yeah. so they can get back yeah, home before dark or whatever. That's what I would suspect I, that would be the reason. Yeah, I'm not sure. It's a, a little bit uh, different to not have those Friday night lights in Harding Stadium there at Steubenville, but... I would think that those teams that come in from from a, a great distance need to. to Archbishop Carroll, yes, who they're playing. And, yeah. and, um, and other there's games. A Canadian team coming down here too. Can they, they're playing where uh, Blair? There's a Canadian team playing today. Um, Bishop. I forget. I forget Bishop uh, Tenoy is what it says. Okay. Yeah, so we'll, we'll also last night. Uh, um, um, there's two other games. Sorry, Mike. Um, that's okay. Today. Woods. What is it? Woodward at Edison local, yep. and then Hancock, Maryland at Weirton Madonna. Yes, Madonna opens their season tonight. Do you uh, want me to go through the rest of the scores? They, yeah, sure. Night? If you want to see, Barnesville beat Buckeye Trail thirty-five to seven. Congratulations to the Shamrocks. Buckeye local uh, defeated Shady Side at Shady Side. The Tigers still winless, twenty-eight to thirteen. Saint Clairsville whomped up on Columbus Independence. Uh, 30 to 20. Uh, we already did John Marshall Weir. Of course, Park beat Brashear with a high school of Major Harris. Major Harris. 42 to 12. See what Phillips did here. 
We've got a couple more here in front of me, Ross. I've got, uh, and thank you to Dub for for bringing the paper. I wasn't able to access this. Bridgeport uh, Beach, Bridgeport, Ohio. I think they're three and zero. Yeah, surprising three and zero. Correct me if I'm wrong. Fred Ray is the former standout at Martin's Ferry. Played at High. Played at my alma mater, the Ohio University. And uh, he's done a great job there, yes. getting uh, Bridgeport and off to a three and zero start. So the Bulldogs beat Trinity Christian sixty five twenty. Yeah, they had another nice, big score. They had a hammer on them. Yeah, and I would guess with, uh, I know Fred was an outstanding quarterback uh, at Ohio U. He could run, he could throw. Um, you know, he was he was a dual threat guy, and he's probably imparted some of the, yes. the things that he knows into that offense. It looks like they have a very explosive offense. So. And then Harrison Central squeaked by. Perry Traditional Academy, thirty-five to thirty-four. That sounds like a heck of a ball game. There. Yeah, that new facility. I'd love to get out there and see a game. Yeah, good, me too. Good, good for Harrison Central. And Her- Harrison that Central. Have, yes, that they have. They're three and zero, I believe. Right. Yeah. So that three kind of surprising teams. They're Union local. Those great facilities. If you build it, they will come. Right. Uh, the yeah. winds will come. Aren't they the ones so with good the, for Harrison? Aren't they the ones with the gray turf? Though? Yes. I don't yes. like the gray turf. <laughs> <laughs> It's, it's something different. It's though. not so, for me. Yeah, it's it's uh, like that Boise State, that late game yes. Boise State, yes. that blue turf, blue turf, where you turn on Boise State at eleven o'clock at night when you're trying to go to sleep, and that blue turf just wouldn't let you sleep. Right when, when they first uh, covered that field like that, I forget what it was. Some some aquatic life actually thought it was water. Oh, and they died. A couple of them dove oh, onto the field God. thinking they were diving into water, oh, and, and so they had to change the U. Of the um, the color, so they would when they would look down at it, it didn't look like water. So they it stayed blue, but it wasn't the same. <laughs> <laughs> okay, for all of our listeners out there, don't dive onto football fields. Well, well just right. don't right. paint your your turf blue. <laughs> okay. Save the geese. Okay, yeah. <laughs> Uh, did we say? Did you talk about a, a River also beat Monroe Central? River um, is three and zero. They've been impressive. Yes. Yeah, big win, uh, forty-eight to eight over Monroe Central. Nice. So a lot of the teams in the valley here are off to really, really good starts. And uh, one more, one more. Sorry, Cameron, yep. forty-seven hundred nothing. Yep. Yeah. Are they three? Is Cameron three and zero now? Yes. They're unbeaten. Good for them. They're 2-0. Yeah. They're 2-0. Two two and and West Virginia's a week behind. I'm sorry, yeah. Yeah. Well, uh, it looks like a lot of teams are off to a great start. We'll look forward to this uh, exciting uh, time unfolding here that we always love in the fall. There's so, so much to talk about. And, uh, of course, we had the, uh, the great backyard brawl. And uh, Doug... Was there, uh, Doug Huff, the, the great sports writer here, is with us uh, every week. And uh, Doug, do you want to tell us about uh, being there at the brawl the other night? Well, it was a different setting for me personally because I've seen every um, West Virginia Pitt football game since I was a freshman at WVU in wow. 1961. So I've, I saw 50, uh, of course they haven't played in 10 years, but I saw 50 Street uh, West Virginia Pitt games, but I saw them all from the press box view. I was seated in the press box for all 50 of those games. But this uh, re- most recent game, um, I was in a different setting, and that was because of my daughter Bethany. She had some friends that has a suite at uh, the stadium, whatever the name of the stadium is now. I still call it Heinz Field or Three Rivers. Acrisure. Acrisure. But anyway, um, their their suite, by the way, this suite is located right next to the Rooney suite. 
the Rooney family suite. So you know it was a good good area of uh, of the stadium, so we could we could see very well. But the thing was, uh, Bethany and I and uh, Bethany's uh, two sons, uh, my grandsons, um, Jeremiah and Reed, who are ten and seven years old, and this was Reed's first college football game. Who, who uh, he happened to be at the game with the largest attendance in the history. He of probably Pittsburgh. thinks they're all that exciting. Oh, though, over right? seventy thousand, <laughs> yeah. But anyway, we were we were seated there, and we were probably the only uh, WVU fans in this uh, this suite because uh, you know it's, it's owned by uh, people in in Pittsburgh, and a lot of Pitt fans there. And uh, it was cordial and uh, different. And as I say, uh, when you're seated in a, a neutral type setting in a press box where you, and you've heard the words no cheering in the press box well it's that's pretty much what it is but um, uh, the the suite uh, had um, uh, all these uh, uh, panther fans in and of course we were in our own little corner there but it was real cordial and nice to watch and the second half we had a visitor and that visitor was uh, mr. <laughs> Pitt Panther himself who was recognized before the game his name was Tony Dorsett, and uh, Tony Dorsett, I heard, was going to be there, and so uh, by chance I took a picture that was taken with Tony Dorsett and myself uh, like 30 years ago at a card show, and um, I just happened to say, well, if he's going to be there, I'll take the picture and see what he thinks of it and all this. So he was really, really cordial and nice, even though I had a WVU hat on and a WVU shirt on, and of course he had his uh, pit garb. But uh, the uh, he didn't try to stiff arm you like the Heisman Trophy. He was very something about the autograph. Give me the Desmond Howard. <laughs> But uh, uh, no, he autographed the picture, and he was autographing my grandson's uh, souvenir stuff there. So, I mean, it was just a different setting, you know. After seated in a you know press box area where you're taking notes and and observing the game and getting ready to write something about the game afterwards, uh, and just enjoy the. You know, just enjoy the game. I mean, uh, I'm finding out what the other half lives, how the other half lives. Uh, you know, <laughs> you deserve that after the great career that you've had. No well, doubt. Well, I mean, it was just a different thing, but it was fun, and uh, I was just so glad that uh, Bethany and uh, and uh, her two uh, uh, children. Well, she has three children, but uh, two boys and a girl, and um, and they all had a good time. That's something I'll remember for the rest of the life. Yeah. Uh, Absolutely. How, so, how was Tony's health? I know he had some. Uh, well, he's a little, a little slow, issues. a little slow, okay. yeah, issue. But I mean, he was communicable, and um, his eyes looked like saucers when I showed him that picture of he and I in posing in a parking lot in Beaver Falls at a card show. That's awesome. Uh, but uh, you know, uh, I, it was just isn't this something how something comes around full, you know, full turn. You never think. Something, you know, when you have pictures like that taken, you put them in a box or a folder or display them or whatever, and uh, you don't think anything, and here 30 years later, I, I meet the guy again after he's retired and I'm retired, and, and he autographs a picture for me, and, uh, uh, you know, we had a, it was a good, it was a good setting. I, I mean, I'm glad, I'm glad I went to, uh, went to that route with the suite, so. So, yeah. hey, Doug, I got a question. Sure. All those times in the WVU press yes. box, did you accidentally say yay one time <laughs> well well, well <laughs> Early I, I, I muffled it i mean there was uh you know you're seated uh i was usually seated with uh other uh wvu writers or people from uh, the state of west virginia 
and uh, you know, the, 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 but I have a lot of friends that were sports writers and uh, you know covered Pitt and went to Pitt, and uh, you know, matter of fact, one of my one of my uh, guys that uh, got me started uh, with writing for the national magazines and different things is a, he's probably the most famous writer. Uh, in Pittsburgh for for documenting uh, uh, Pitt sports and, and the city of Pittsburgh sports. His name's Jim O'Brien, and he he's written like twenty five books. Yeah, on, yeah. On, on, on great writer. Yeah, he's a giant. Writer. And, giant he, and he was a, he was a solid Pitt guy, and I was a solid WVU guy. But we had this common you know thing about covering sports and covering our schools, and 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 he was the. Uh, uh, sports editor of the Pitt News, a school paper, when I was a sports editor of the Daily Athenaeum, and that's how we first met, uh, through that connection, and, um, you know, Jim's, uh, he, he's as good as it gets, uh, for this area, and, uh, you know, uh, tremendous, tremendous writer, so, um, I just, but then, how th things come full circle with, uh, like, uh, the Dorset thing, so, you know. Yeah, well, it's, uh, it's great to hear that, uh, the brawl, well, it was exciting. We'll talk about it a little bit yes. more, and I'm sure uh, uh, Doc is going to call in. We're about ready for a break, Ross, and uh, I think uh, we'll take it to a uh, uh, break and come back. When we have, when we uh, come back, Doc will be with us, I believe, and we'll talk a little bit about. He's already with us. I just don't. I don't have his uh, mic. You did on. take his call. That's right here. Well, I guess we have Sorry. to talk to him then. Okay. Well, we'll take a break, and we'll be right back here on The Huddle. facing a serious legal battle? The Law Office of Paul Harris wants you to know you aren't alone. Do you need someone that's not afraid to go to trial and fight for your rights? Attorney Paul Harris and his team are willing to go where most firms are not, the courtroom. With a successful track record in civil litigation, criminal defense, including tax issues and healthcare fraud, Harris Law Office will fight for their clients by offering the most aggressive representation in and out of court. Call Paul Harris at Harris Law Office for a free consultation, 304-232-5300. Once again, Toyota is the best resale value brand according to Kelly Blue Book's KBB.com. So stop waiting and check out a new Camry available with all-wheel drive and a 24-valve V6 engine delivering an impressive 301 horsepower. Or check out a stylish Venza with an all-hybrid powertrain and 40 miles per gallon. Visit buyatoyota.com and reserve yours today. Toyota, let's go places. A serious injury from an accident can be just the start of your worries. What if you cannot return to work? How do you take care of your family if you're disabled? At Gellner Law Offices, we represent seriously injured people and understand their problem. We know how to get you fair compensation. We will work hard to make sure you get the money you deserve for your losses. Don't go it alone. 
If you're hurt in an accident, call us at 304-242-2900 or visit us at gellnerlaw.com. We'd like to help. You have ever wanted to get in shape and get all the physical and mental sharpness that comes along with boxing training. Now you can do it in a safe, clean, and supervised location with an experienced boxing trainer. Team Terra Fitness from Morristown, Ohio is offering boxing training now. If you are interested, you can contact me. James T.U. will arrange a free introductory session. You can reach me at 412-298-9805 or send me an email to James T.U. Lawyer. That's James T.I.U. Lawyer at gmail.com. College football season is coming, and FanDuel wants you to be ready for game day when the college football kicks off. Right now, new customers can get $150 in free bets guaranteed for week one. Just place a $5 bet, get $150 in free bets if you win or if you lose. Bet any college football any way you like. You can try the same game parlay bet, jump into the apps with live betting, look at some of the special promotions they have, and go for it all with national championship futures or bet your thoughts on the backyard brawl. If you've been thinking about joining FanDuel, do it now. Use my name and row in the promo code box and find out why FanDuel is America's number one sports book. You must be 21 or older and physically present in West Virginia. First online real money wager only. $10 first deposit required. Bonus issued is non-withdrawable free bets that expire 14 days after receipt. Restrictions apply. See terms at sportsbook.fanduel.com. If you have a gambling problem, call 1-800-GAMBLER or visit www.1800gambler.net. Save 11% on all your outdoor storage needs at Menards. Suncast outdoor storage sheds keep your gardening tools, bicycles, and outdoor equipment organized and protected with steel-reinforced double-wall construction, metal hinges, and lockable handles. Get peace of mind with 11% off all Suncast storage sheds now at Menards. Good through September 5th. Savings are a mail-in rebate. Some exclusions apply. See store for details. Over the years, you've brought opioids into your home. They helped when you were in pain, and you held on to them just in case. But holding on to opioids puts your family at risk. Learn more at www.fda.gov slash drug disposal. Hello, everyone. From the Watchdog, I'm Darnell Foster with a look at your local weather forecast for your football Friday. Look for partly to mostly cloudy skies, a daytime high, near 83. Overnight, mostly cloudy skies with a temperature near 67. For the low, you'll see clouds, limited sunshine for your Saturday with highs in the lower 80s. Have yourself a great weekend, everyone from the Watchdog. I'm Darnell Foster. The views and opinions expressed on the following program are not necessarily those of this station or its sponsors.
Tighten up your chin strap and lace up your cleats. It's time for the Saturday Morning Sports Huddle. Brought to you by Paul Harris at Harris Law Offices in Wheeling. We're back on the huddle here uh, on the Paul Harris Sports Huddle. Thank you, Paul. Um, Thank you, Paul. Mike Florak here with uh, the Stone Cold Stunner, Ross Johnston, and the great Doug Huff. That is ELO, uh, Jeff Lynn, and the boys. Do you? We have had a great uh, list selection, Doc, with uh, possibly my favorite uh, Rolling Stones song to open it up. She's a radio. Wait, wait, and let's then give credit where credit was due. That, that was me on was the that Rolling Stones pick. I was uh, the first one. You are the man, Ross. That, that might be my favorite Stones song. That's, that's just a great, great tune. And uh, we're talking a little bit about the, the backyard brawl. Doug Huff was there, and someone else who was there is going to join us now, our regular host, uh, the uh, never meek but always Greek, Dr. Angelo Georges is on the line here. Doc, what's going on on High Street and Lane Avenue there? Are you with us, Doc? Boston, hold on, somebody's calling uh, we're, we're just uh, he didn't he didn't hear my introduction no, I'm, I'm gonna have to give it to him yeah yeah, yeah. he uh there must they must be having a really good time down there on, must on lane be. avenue <laughs> court street already i know uh i i've got a, a a buddy of mine that i grew up with ed gone that owns the o on lane avenue which okay. is right on the corner there of all the the hubbub and uh, i believe this is his second year opening that that establishment and it is just such a festive atmosphere i don't know who does the college football game day party better than Ohio. okay we should have doc docky there (laughs) so i guess we weren't uh joking around (laughs) we'll hang up on him (laughs) no no uh doc are you are you with us Doctor, I can hear you guys. All right, we're good. We're good. We're good. I I gave you a a big shout out. I said (laughs) the never meek but always Greek, Doctor Angelo Georges. We were talking about the backyard brawl. We know you and your son Ian were there Thursday night. Uh, Tell us what was going on with the brawl. Okay, Okay. can you hear me clear enough? We're good. Yes. 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 Boys, we got another caller. Uh, it's, take the it, okay, it's Gene from Coleraine or Ohio Parts Unknown. I, I don't know. Parts unknown. Love people from Parts Unknown. Who wants to talk to Doug? Gene, you're on the air. All right, Gene. Yes. Hey, uh, Doug. Yes, Gene. I got a question. Sure. Question for you. Thank you. The 60 foot. Gene, If you could turn your radio down behind it, Gene, I don't Yeah, it's going, cr- uh, creating interference. Much better here. You can't have on here. You have to listen through it. Okay. Can you, okay. Speaker phone to kill you. Okay. Can you hear me uh, now? I thought I was on Bluetooth. We can hear you and three other people. Is <laughs> <laughs> that ELO, the Stones, and the Hang On Sloopy all at once? Or? Yeah, I don't know. It depends on your connection, but a speaker phone will kill you or a Bluetooth will kill you. You can put it on. I think, guys. Uh, go ahead, Gene. What do you have for us? Let's try to try to work through this. See if you can do it. Gene, are you with us, Gene? I'm still here. Okay, okay. ask your question. Okay, my question is: the 60 points that was scored on the mighty purple 
Was that the most points ever scored on the Purple Riders? Wow, that's a great question. Uh, yeah, you'd have to go back a long time. It's the most I can remember since I've been covering sports in the Valley, but uh, we could check the, you know, the old old time records because uh, uh, th that's, that's a rarity. It's a rarity. Well, I go, I go back to the, when I played, and I think uh, the most points ever scored was 52. Okay. Jim, we can't hear you. There's some type of interference coming. I don't know if you're using a cordless phone or what. Um, but we, we can't hear you. There's interference every time you talk. So apologize for that. All right. Yeah. And then we lost Doc again. We're not 100% sure if that was the most yeah. points ever scored against Ferry. Uh, yeah, we can I check believe. those records uh, and, you know, and have it for you maybe next week. So. Yeah, Union Local did have 530 total yards, including 435 rushing. Yeah. So uh, a, a big night for them. And, uh, you know, we're sure that uh, Ferry's going to get it turned around. Uh, Coach Kropka, he's done a, a great job everywhere that he's gone. He's very, very well entrenched in that Ferry tradition. And uh, just sometimes there's some growing pains and, and they're – Maybe going through a little bit of that last night, but they'll be fine. We should have we should have Doc back again. Doc, are you with us? Hey, hey Mike, can you guys hear me? We yes. can hear you. Yes. All right. Um, tell tell us what happened. Tell, yeah. we, heard a we heard a technical technical definition <laughs> about Bluetooth and the reason why you guys are having problems <laughs> or something. Well, I got the idiot Cincinnati boys here. One guy claims to be a technician. <laughs> well, don't don't let anything. Uh, uh, go out of line here for for counselor Brad because you know how he reacts when everything is not so smooth He, he so. didn't say Brad pre pretended to be a lawyer did he? <laughs> <laughs> I, I didn't hear that. He's negotiating better reception. So t Doc, what, what's uh, what's your take on the backyard brawl the other night? What do you and Ian have to report to well, us about the brawl? I will, tell, I will tell you this um, the fans Turned out in droves. I don't care what anybody says. It was 60-40. Their chance during Sweet Caroline's um, chorus drowned out the, the eat-you-know-what pit. Now, if you look up to the cheap seats, uh, there could have been a lot of WVU fans, but the pit fans to me were very respectful. And uh, I don't know. I know of a couple incidents. But that's about it. It was a great game. Um, I love Gra Graham Harrell's play calling. I like how Narduzzi adjusted. Harrell readjusted. And great call, but that's, that interception cost West Virginia the game, and the guy had 20 yards to run. And he was having a great game, too. He, had he played outstanding. And yeah. uh, and then the, uh, the the running back, number 12, I can't remember his name. Donaldson. Donaldson. What a piece. He, he, he was a tight end. They came out of nowhere. He's not even on the two deep depth chart I have here from the game. He's going to be there now. Yeah, he, <laughs> he better be. They haven't, had a back, they haven't had a back like that since Quincy Wilson. Doc, I was telling—I don't know Big if you saw the first—if uh, you listened to the first part of the show, but I, I saw the first half of the Indian Creek Brook game, and then I hightailed it back to Fallensby to watch the second half of the brawl. I thought WVU's quarterback played very, very well. Well, I did too. Uh, I thought. 
you know, King Slovis, we don't know what we have because Signetti's the offensive coordinator, the conservative guy that uh, Narduzzi wants. But if they continue to try to run and end up in second and eight situations, I'm sorry. you got to throw a short pass for four or five yards on first down every now and then. Absolutely. You know, it doesn't matter who the quarterback is. If there's not a good mix, um, you, you know, you're, you're in trouble. That's one of the things we talk about. Of course, uh, we'll talk about that later with the Steelers and their, their still quest to find some uh, continuity and performance on that offensive line. But uh, you're right, Pitt's got to establish that running game and take some of the heat off the new quarterback. I thought in the second half, from what I saw, that Pitt's offense – just didn't look like it was in sync and i think that happens when you have a guy who's who's pushing all the buttons with the ability that uh kenny pickett had to run that offense and how comfortable he felt in that offense i think pitt looks it's hard to judge whether or not they're they're going to really be able to live up to that standard this year with a new quarterback who's got a pretty good resume but uh missing whoever you miss after three years has got to be a factor wouldn't you say yeah, and by the way, why would I listen to your segment, Mike, the first segment, when I'm not there? Well, uh, that, that's true. I mean, you, I'm, I'm sure you were probably listening to yourself uh, the last three weeks, uh, playing that back, <laughs> yeah. play back several times already. Yeah, they're so, podcasts. Did you make, did you make Ian listen to that in the car? Bloody Mary and a cigar. Hey, uh, Doc, are you, are you inside a vehicle? What's that? Are you inside a car? I'm inside a car. We're getting an echo yeah, pretty bad every bad time. Echo. Like it's right after you speak, there's like an echo afterwards. It, it sounds like okay, uh, let me um, yeah, yeah. let me call you back at the ten ten hour. I won't be in the car. Okay, there's some sound sound effects. It sounds like we're playing telephone line by yellow. Oh no, yeah. <laughs> okay, Doc. All right, we'll have Doc back in a little bit, but the uh, oh, hold on one second. Okay. Let me try it without the speakerphone. Yeah, that's that's probably that's how about it. now. Much better. Much Say something. Better. Better. Yeah, it, it's still there. It's, better, it's there a little bit, but but it's better. All right, let me figure something out. All right, I'll call you back at ten ten. Okay. Okay. Maybe Councilor Powell, Powell has a tracking device that he's saving for evidence somewhere in his car. Or whatever. <laughs> there's a, there's a whole new device inside yeah. the car. It's, it's giving off a beacon. Councilor Powell might have a clandestine he mission a, uh, here. He, he, he wanted to know about two of my teammates, my college teammates, that threw uh, out the first pitch at the Reds game last night. Uh, Ralph Dillman and Scott Bueller was... Uh, were, were two of my college teammates, two of my good buddies, and, and Ralph was the catcher. Scott is a, is a guy who was a, a walk-on for us, has all the energy. We used to call him Energy. That was his nickname. And he saw a couple of guys. We're middle-aged now. You know, we're in our mid-50s, and uh, there were a couple middle-aged guys that went out before him and threw out the, the first first pitch. And Scott said, oh, we'll do better than that. I'm not going to throw from 30 feet. I'm going to go put my toe on the rubber and throw from 60. So we had Ralph get down behind, <laughs> behind the plate. Ralph got down on the Tony Pena and won the – like a middle-aged guy would, and Scott short-hopped him, hit him right in the ribs, and he had a basketball-sized bruise on his ribs. Oh, so, so the first pitch at the Reds game last night uh, didn't go too well, Counselor Powell, if you're uh, listening. And I have two of my uh, college teammates who can take the credit for that. But The Reds, uh, didn't, the Reds didn't offer them contracts. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think so. I don't think so, but they did give... They did give Scott, he's a big wig with Coca-Cola. Uh, they did give him, uh, 
a jersey with uh, his his name and his, his number from college on the back, so it was kind of pretty cool to see. But uh, what, you were talking about something about Coca-Cola uh, before, Doug? Was... Yes, yeah. Coca-Cola at uh, WVU Home Games, they sponsor a, uh, a promotion each home game where they have a kickoff kid. And they have a, a guest uh, a young boy or, or girl, uh, either one, but but uh, or they they call him the kickoff kid. They're, they're instead of the student manager for the uh, WVU running out and getting the kickoff tee uh, uh, for the uh, open the game, uh, and you know runs out and gets a tee and runs off. They have the kickoff kid, the uh, guest, and run out and get the tee. And that's uh, and for the first game for the Kansas game on the tenth. The kickoff kid will be my grandson. Well, what a great honor! <laughs> He's ten years old, and he was up. Of course, he was up at the pit game too. Jeremiah Shun from St. Clairsville, right. my daughter's uh, oldest. And uh, so he's going to be a kickoff kid, and he's going to he'll be easily identifiable because he'll have the only WVU jersey number seventy-five on a retro jersey from Sam Huff, which is retired. Wow! So uh, there's no seventy-five on the WVU roster anymore because the number has been retired. Yeah. So. Uh, how old is he? Uh, he's ten years old. And you've taught him the classics. You you have him well immersed in the classics of the oh, yes. history of WVU football. Oh, yeah, yeah, Fantastic. Yeah. And and while we're while we're talking about that, I had planned to talk about this a little bit later. But you and I have been on this kick about Chuck Halley not oh, yes. not being selected for the Hall of Fame. Yes. Uh, unfortunately, I read an article, and this is this is public knowledge, so there's not we're not infringing on any uh, uh, personal. Uh, matters here that um, Chuck Halley's in the late stages of dementia at age 86 now, yeah, and uh, his son uh, was an article uh, had had been quoted in an article saying so uh, that appeared on one of the the Dallas Cowboys websites. And now that he's up for the finalist, Doug, what, yeah. he's he's up as a finalist for the Hall of Fame. I think he's one now. of the three senior finalists. They have a separate senior uh, finalists, yeah committee okay. subcommittee. Uh, where they pick um, uh, candidates from a senior group that's been out for so long, and he's one of the three. And I would think he's going to be in next year. So, uh, you know, it's just a timing thing. So, it is um, so 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 he he will in all uh, for all intents and purposes he will be pretty sure that he's going to be selected yes, for the Hall yes, of Fame this time after. Yeah. And I, I gave. Um, We've been talking about this, like why it's taken so long, okay? And I, I did a little uh, background research, and um, I have uh, I have this. I, pr I printed this out for you. So the, the comparison of some of the linebackers of Chuck Howley's generation of that era, which was a fantastic era for linebackers, no question. But we're trying to figure out why, uh, you know, Chuck was not why, why it's taken so long for him to be selected to the Hall of Fame. And, and uh, what, what I wrote down there was just some of the, you see some of the names, Butkus, Lambert. Oh, yeah. These are the, 20, the 27 and 27 are, are the uh, interceptions and then fumble recoveries okay. and total takeaways. Because in the 60s and 70s, there, the NFL didn't begin recording quarterback sacks, exactly. which has become such a big part of uh, recording statistics and measurements for linebackers, especially outside linebackers. So pre-1983, one of the big things that uh, I think you measured the success of a linebacker, of course, is tackles, but also takeaways. And, and you see the list that I've made out there is that uh, 
Uh, Dick Buckus had 22 interceptions, 27 fumble recoveries for 49 total takeaways, eight Pro Bowls. Jack Lambert, 28 uh, interceptions, 17 fumble recoveries, 45 total takeaways, nine Pro Bowls. Jack Ham, uh, I believe, is the all-time leader for linebackers with takeaways with 32 interceptions and uh, 21 fumble recoveries, eight Pro Bowls. But a lot of these other guys, we when you see their numbers, Chuck Howley stacks right up with them. Six yeah. Pro Bowls, uh, 25 uh, 25 interceptions, 18 fumble recoveries, 43 total takeaways, the six Pro Bowls, the Super Bowl MVP for a losing team. Yeah. One of, I believe, only three times that a defensive player has been named MVP of the was, Super Bowl. He was the first defensive player. He was player. the first one. And the only only player from a losing team to, to win the MVP of the Super Bowl. Uh, his numbers stack right up there with the, the great Bobby Bell, yeah. who had 26-9 and nine for 35 total takeaways, 9 Pro Bowls. Willie Lanier, I was surprised to see uh, that he had 27 interceptions mm-hmm. and 8 Pro Bowls. And some of these are anomalies because the next name on the list that you see there is yeah. Nick Bonacani. You had 32 uh, interceptions, but only 6, six. Uh, uh, fumble recoveries and eight total Pro Bowls. So I think, though, if you see in the middle of that list, one of the reasons that Chuck has been snubbed for so long is that he has a teammate. Uh, yes. Leroy Jordan. Leroy Jordan with 50 total takeaways, yeah. who is not in the Hall of Fame either. And why can't two good players from one team both be in the Hall of Fame? They both deserve it. Two outstanding long careers, Super Bowl, Super Bowl champions. Leroy Jordan and Chuck Howley both deserve to be in that Hall of Fame, but I think they're victims of each other's success yes. and, and not having uh, and, and the, the voters saying, well, we can't put too many Cowboys in, can't put too many Steelers yeah, I in. Mean, I, mentioned right. that, yeah, I mentioned that. A lot of that is uh, when they come up, they say, well, we've had so many Steelers, so many Cowboys, so many Raiders, so many whatever. So, you know, so they look to maybe get uh, uh, somebody from a, like uh, maybe a new team like the guy, but was it Baselli this year? That was uh, Tony Baselli. Tony Baselli. Yeah. He yeah. was a six-year career. <laughs> he, only, yeah. he only played. He played less than ten years, yeah, but he was. He, but they didn't have anybody honored from that team. Yeah. So they said, "Well, we'll get somebody." I mean, that's just my own speculation. Sure. I, I don't have any evidence of that because I'm not not on the committee. But well, you know. well, one way or another, uh, we, we really hope that this is going to happen for Chuck Howley, and uh, we're about ready to to take a break here, Ross. So uh, we will be uh, back shortly. Hopefully Dr. Georges will be able to join us. And uh, we look forward to hearing you guys back. Any callers, please call in on the huddle. And this is Van Morrison. Did he have a birthday this week, Ross? I don't know. He didn't specify on the list. Doc this made this is one, I did get one song. So I'm moving up on the ladder. You are. Yeah. Big chair. Yeah. Uh, like, unlike the George Harrison, I got to figure out what you are. Are you Billy Preston? <laughs> that would be a compliment to me and an insult to Billy. Love to you. 
I'm Michelle Franzen. It's launch day at Cape Canaveral in Florida. NASA is making a second attempt at its moon mission. ABC's Morgan Norwood is at the site where the Artemis 1 rocket stands tall. This attempt actually drawing a bigger crowd than Monday's attempt. So Monday we were expecting about 250,000 people and I think we did hit that here at Cape Canaveral. But today more than 400,000 people set to show up from this. And we're also hearing that shock waves here on the ground can be felt as far north as Jacksonville. So there's going to be a lot of excitement millions more watching from home. The launch window opens just after 2 p.m. Eastern today. In Mississippi, a developing situation. The Tupelo Police Department investigating a threat, they say, by a pilot who's threatening to crash a plane into a store. Shortly after the twin-engine Beach King Air departed the airport at Tupelo, Mississippi, the police issued a warning on social media. The pilot was threatening to intentionally crash into the downtown Walmart store. Cell phone videos show the plane flying erratically as it sped over Tupelo before coursing northwest and circling over the Toyota plant northwest of town. It's continued that northward track toward the Tennessee state line. Police have not said what the pilot's grievance might be. Jim Ryan, ABC News. She's one of the legendary athletes of all time, Serena Williams, playing what might have been her final competition of her tennis career last night in New York City. Serena Williams giving an emotional farewell speech following her last professional tennis match at the U.S. Open Friday night after losing her third round match to Australia's Isla Tomjanovic in three sets. It all started with my parents, and they deserve everything, so I'm really grateful for them. When asked if she'd consider coming back, Serena responded, I don't think so, but you never know. Um, I don't know. <laughs> Barring a change of mind, Serena leaves with 23 Grand Slam titles, six on the Arthur Ashe Stadium court where she played her last match. ABC's Todd Ant, you're listening to ABC News. I had a nighttime routine for my frequent heartburn. I would drink milk, I would sleep upright with more pillows, but that painful burning stayed. So I made Prilosec OTC part of my morning routine. With just one pill in the morning, Prilosec OTC prevents excess acid production, blocking heartburn day and night. Now I have a new nighttime routine. I call it sleeping. One pill, 24 hours, zero heartburn. With Prilosec OTC. It's possible while taking Prilosec OTC. Use as directed for 14 days to treat frequent heartburn, not for immediate relief. Don't miss Sleep Number's biggest sale of the year, where all smart beds are on sale. Right now, save 50% on the Sleep Number 360 limited edition smart bed. The bed's so smart, it senses your movements and automatically adjusts to keep you both comfortable all night long. So save 50% on the Sleep Number 360 limited edition smart bed today. Hurry, free delivery and special financing on all smart beds through Labor Day. Special financing subject to credit approval. Minimum monthly payments required. See sleepnumber.com for details. 
The U.S. says it's now preparing to authorize more aid to Ukraine, more than $10 billion. That is, G7 leaders make a determination designed to put more economic pressure, it says, on Russia. ABC's Tom Sufi Burridge is on the ground in Ukraine with more. President Zelensky praising a new agreement from G7 leaders to cap the price of Russian oil, saying the sanctions will limit the flow of money to Moscow. With concerns mounting about Europe's largest nuclear power plant in Ukraine, the UN's nuclear watchdog, today confirming the Russian military is based inside and controlling the plant. The head of the International Atomic Energy Agency says they will keep several inspectors on that site for now. After a Florida judge unsealed a more detailed list of items seized at former President Trump's estate, the Justice Department is outlining concerns about what might still be missing from there. ABC Zorin Shaw. Top secret documents, according to the inventory, were found in boxes with things like newspaper clippings, clothing, and gifts. Sources telling ABC News investigators are worried that classified documents might have been mishandled and placed outside Mar-a-Lago. Evacuations in Northern California underwent after a fast-moving wildfire broke out near the Oregon border. Triple-digit temperatures whipping winds and fueling those flames and forcing evacuations. This is ABC News. Change your vehicle's oil before your summer road trip and save money now with Pennzoil and O'Reilly Auto Parts. Right now, get five quarts of Pennzoil Platinum Full Synthetic for just $22.95 after mail-in rebate. Save money and protect your engine against sludge and wear with the synthetic oil change. Stop by your local O'Reilly Auto Parts today or O'ReillyAuto.com. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. Michelle Franz in ABC News. The views and opinions expressed on the following program are not necessarily those of this station or its sponsors. Millions plan for retirement online. Estimate your future benefits, apply for retirement, and manage your benefits all from the comfort of your home. And give yourself the freedom to do what you want offline. Social Security's online services help put you in control with secure access to your information anytime, anywhere. Allowing you to spend more time with family, friends, or simply just enjoying the day. Social Security. Securing today and tomorrow. See what you can do online at socialsecurity.gov. Hey, high school football fans, if you want to see where your team ranks every week, check out the Thornhill Auto Group Power Rankings at WVMetroNews.com. Every Sunday evening, we will update the football power ranking to find out where your favorite team ranks. Go to WVMetroNews.com, click on the High School Sports tab, and then High School Football Power Rankings. The 2022 Metro News Power Rankings, presented by Thornhill Auto Group. The road to total savings starts with Thornhill. Visit them on the Thornhill Motor Mile. Expand your outdoor living space with concrete landscape blocks from Menards. Get a free estimate instantly with our design and buy landscaping program. From patios, retaining walls, fire pits, and more, you can design the landscape of your dreams for free. Visit the store or Menards.com to get started on your next project today. Get 11% off everything right now at Menards. Good through September 5th. Savings are mail-in rebate. Some exclusions apply. See store for details.
Are you or your loved ones facing a serious legal battle? The Law Office of Paul Harris wants you to know you aren't alone. Do you need someone that's not afraid to go to trial and fight for your rights? Attorney Paul Harris and his team are willing to go where most firms are not, the courtroom. With a successful track record in civil litigation, criminal defense, including tax issues and healthcare fraud, Harris Law Office will fight for their clients by offering the most aggressive representation in and out of court. Call Paul Harris at Harris Law Office for a free consultation, 304 232 once again, Toyota is the best resale value brand according to Kelly Blue Book's KBB.com. So stop waiting and check out a new Camry available with all-wheel drive and a 24-valve V6 engine delivering an impressive 301 horsepower. Or check out a stylish Venza with an all-hybrid powertrain and 40 miles per gallon. Visit buyatoyota.com and reserve yours today. Toyota, let's go places. A serious injury from an accident can be just the start of your worries. What if you cannot return to work? How do you take care of your family if you're disabled? At Gellner Law Offices, we represent seriously injured people and understand their problem. We know how to get you fair compensation. We will work hard to make sure you get the money you deserve for your losses. Don't go it alone. If you're hurt in an accident, call us at 304-242-2900 or visit us at gellnerlaw.com. We'd like to help. You have ever wanted to get in shape and get all the physical and mental sharpness that comes along with boxing training. Now you can do it in a safe, clean, and supervised location with an experienced boxing trainer. Team Terra Fitness from Morristown, Ohio is offering boxing training now. If you are interested, you can contact me. James T.U. will arrange a free introductory session. You can reach me at 412-298-9805 or send me an email to James T.U. Lawyer. That's James T.I.U. Lawyer at gmail.com. Attorney Tom McIntyre. Life. It may knock you down, but you don't have to say that. Give us a call, and we'll send you a copy of my free book, When Bankruptcies Happen to Good People. It's an interesting read, and it'll explain bankruptcy to you like no other book does. Give us a call. We're here to help. Call Thomas E. McIntyre and Associates at 304-232-8600. Allow us to help put you back on the road to financial success. Hello everyone from the Watchdog, I'm Darnell Foster with a look at your local weather forecast for your football Friday. Look for partly to mostly cloudy skies, a daytime high near 83. Overnight, mostly cloudy skies with a temperature near 67 for the low. You'll see clouds, limited sunshine for your Saturday with highs in the lower 80s. Have yourself a great weekend everyone from the Watchdog, I'm Darnell Foster. The views and opinions expressed on the following program are not necessarily those of this station or its sponsors.
Brought to you by Paul Harris at Harris Law Offices in Wheeling. All right, we are back on the Paul Harris Sports Huddle here. Mike Florak with Ross the Stone Cold Stunner Johnston and the great Hall of Fame sports writer Doug Huff. And the Brothers Gibb doing a little Saturday Night yeah, Fever. Yeah. I believe it was Barry Gibb's birthday. He is the last, last surviving living, last living one. Sir, uh, last surviving member of the the, the great BGs, but uh, yeah, I'm watching the video here. It's kind of hard to believe it's the other two are gone. Yeah, they uh, they'd be early seventies, and we are joined right now. Sound. How's it sound? We're, we're we're sounding uh, loud, but uh, you I'm know, turning you down. Let's try let's, it again. Let's introduce. What the, was the significance there of the song there, Doc? I think it was Barry yeah, Gibbs' birthday. Barry Gibbs birthday. I heard you guys. Is there still an echo? No, no. It sounds better. much better. Much better. So we're joined right now by the never meek but always Greek, Dr. <laughs> Angelo Georges, our usual host. Doc, thanks for letting me sit in the big chair. Uh, we were trying to get the rundown on the, the brawl. you have anything else to say about the backyard brawl? No, but I'm sitting in uh, Brad Powell's SUV. He's to my right listening in. He's got an earbud in. i got an earbud in. And I think you're doing a great job, Mike. Thanks, Doc. You can tell me what you really feel once we go to commercial break, <laughs> but, but I appreciate you pumping up my confidence. And I, I expect the and I from the counselor to correct me soon. We have his nemesis who states he was on a high state hater here. If I can get him in the car. Then <laughs> the Holy cow. No, no. We, we've already proven it was your brother that was named after Mr. a Carly. former. Yes. Yeah, yeah. yeah. All-time so, great. That, that doesn't even run in the blood, so that's that's been proven false, so. Counselor, you're going to have to uh, get some of your interns to rework some of your evidence. <laughs> I bet you if you cut Doug, he'd bleed blue and gold. Oh, yes, definitely. Oh, yeah. no doubt. That's his alma mater. Yeah, yeah, so. yeah, that's where it's at. Well, we're, uh, we're excited, obviously, up here. I, I don't think any of us are comfortable with that line at 17 and a half. Kept I mean, we're confident. Uh, Notre Dame, I listened to some of the so-called experts. They said this is the worst possible matchup for them. Uh, a high states type offense and particularly offense, they said they would be better off match playing Alabama today. Not that uh, Alabama wouldn't beat them, or not that a high states better in Alabama, but with the weakness in the secondary and all the wide receivers, they said Marcus Freeman just got the worst possible on the road first game. Said you couldn't ask for anything worse than this. I don't like that, and I know Brad Powell and my wife, my wife's uh, very nervous about it because it just looks too easy. And you guys know that, you know, you guys remember the WVU pit game and WVU should have walked all over to get the championship game. Yeah. Uh, Brad, I assume you're a little uneasy, too. I am uneasy. A uh, couple reasons. We're expecting some rain, the great equalizer. And uh, I'll go back to what I've said for the past uh, eight months. This defense has to prove it to me. Because I watched the Utah game in the Rose Bowl last week, and I got upset again because we could not stop them uh, whatsoever. So I will believe that we can stop somebody when I see it. And if Notre Dame is successful in controlling the ball, controlling the tempo, then we will have a, a, a difficult time. I do think our offense will move the ball, but who has the ball last? That's really going to be, uh, you know, that's what it's going to come down to if 
our defense can't step up. And remember, Notre Dame has potentially the best tight end in the country. Yep. And uh, that was our number one weakness. Last yeah, Michael, Michael, Michael Mayer. At, Michael yeah, Mayer is uh, actually the son of one of my college teammates, uh, Andy Mayer, who is a uh, I believe Andy graduated from Cincinnati McNicholas, one of your uh, arch rivals over there in the Cincinnati area. But he uh, is an outstanding Powell. player. Do you do you believe in me? I do. All right. The defense, you're not going to recognize the defense. I'll cry if after better. the first series of scripted <laughs> offense, and maybe they'll score, maybe they won't. It's going to be a silver bullet shutdown defense. Just expect a text if it's not. No, Notre Dame has all five offensive linemen coming back to you guys. All that's, five. That's critical that, because we still. Notre Dame has all five starters back we, on their offensive we, line. We've talked about this before that the game of football is always has been, always will be won and lost at the line of scrimmage. That's where it'll be won and lost. Turnovers are going to be critical if it rains, like Counselor said. Yeah. Then there, that'll be a factor. I'm also right. looking at the big picture. Marcus Freeman's uh, first game, and I, I don't think the moment will be too big for him. But the technical things, you have to manage the officials. You're managing substitutions. You're managing special teams. You're managing both of your coordinators, the play calling and the clock. This may be his first experience ever doing all of that. And I wonder if it comes down to something like that. How does he use his timeouts? That's something that I'm looking for. How about you guys? What do you think about his experience? I I think that's an excellent – people don't understand, and you're alluding to it, and we talked – you know, Coach Tressel was the first one that I remember being described. The new college coach is a CEO. Yes. And that's what you mean in the, in the moment. And you said all the little departments that that CEO has to manage. And uh, maybe the moment won't be too big emotionally for him at Ohio State. But you're right. Clock management, how to work an official, really being down there, taking the heat for his coordinators. Mike, I think you hit the nail right on the head. Look, guys, with, I think with the um – way Ohio State should play this game, it's almost like Daryl LaMonica is going to be back in the backfield throwing the football because I think they need to go deep. And my question to you guys, what's the over-under on balls 30 yards and longer pass oh, that's plays? That's a good question. Hey, but, you know, one thing One thing we're forgetting uh, in all this is we have three or four offensive line starters back, but more importantly – we're loaded on the defensive line. And, yeah, maybe weather may be a great equalizer, as my steam counselor said, but we have a running back that is the best running back in the country, plus he can catch the short pass out of that backfield, which is Travion Henderson. And Day's been known to make adjust, adjustments on the fly, and um, you better watch out for him. And we actually have a tight end that should be available, uh, Stover, uh, who played some defense in the Rose Bowl last uh, But we're running a 4 2 5 which Coach Knowles just loved. And you saw what happened at Oklahoma State this weekend. They gave up 44 points to Central Michigan without his coaching the two yep, and three coaching makes a difference. players up. Wow. No, so I am asking, how, guys, how many deep shots do you think Ohio State will take tonight with the football? Probably depends on the weather. But unless it's pouring, I would say probably, I'm going to say four per quarter. I'll say 15 via nights over and under. Okay. That's a lot. And, and another point, um, and his name's escaping me now, Ross, you'll, you'll know who I'm talking about. Game football still won and lost the line of scrimmage, no doubt, but Notre Dame lost one heck of a running back. Uh, his name's escaping me. Yes, yeah, he did. Yeah, yeah, he was, he was outstanding. And a wide receiver, unfortunately, yes. went down with an ACL. 
Yeah, yeah, their top wide receiver is out for the year, and uh, those those will be factors. So I think, um, you know, like we talked about, the atmosphere is going to be obviously very, very pro-OSU. I think everyone's been talking about this game for a long, long time. I think You guys are going to enjoy just uh, that facet, but I think it's, it's Marcus Freeman coming home. I think there's so much uh, that builds up to this just being a great e- a evening of college football, especially after – the kickoff game with the backyard brawl being back after 11 years, Ohio State and Notre Dame, they should play every year too. What do you guys think about that? No. It's no? It's, a, it's impossible. No. Oh, that would be no, a terrific it, it, rivalry it, it, to build up. It away from the mystique of this particular matchup. It's not a traditional matchup, but there is such a, a, a rivalry that exists between these two programs. It, it makes it so much more special when they play just every so often. And uh, Mike, you sent me that wonderful uh, video of Coach Tressel, President Tressel, addressing the Ohio State, the 100th anniversary of Ohio Stadium. And, uh, you know, you're talking about a, a moment, and he, he explained to all the new kids, uh, you know, what it means in, to play here. You're talking about, I kind of funny, you said Marcus Freeman, uh, would the moment be too big for him? I hope these kids, as emotionally and pre-season hype number two, and how nobody can stop their offense, and you got all the celebrities coming by back from uh, Jim Trestle, Eddie George, on and on. George yeah. Smith. I right. don't want the moment to be too big for them. What do you think? That's a great no, point. I agree with that because sometimes if you hype it up too much, uh, the players get lost. Um, for the fans, it, it can't get any bigger. The hundredth season of uh, Ohio Stadium. And the 20th anniversary, the 2002 20th champs, they're all going to be here. 2002 champs, uh, there's just a lot of special things going on. I just don't want the players to get uh, caught up in that because they're the ones who have to go on the field. I just hope that the stadium's loud. Now, one thing I will say, Gene Smith um, probably heard all of the uh, fans, the Buckeye Club fans, complaining about the other side of the stadium never being there until uh, after kickoff because they're in their little suite. Well, he has asked everybody to... Thank you. He's asked everybody to be in their seats by 7 o'clock. Well, that would... Yeah, I think that would uh, be a great start to the game. I just want to be clear that I I don't think the moment will be too big for Marcus Freeman at all. I think it's the technical aspect of all the management that he's going to have to go through that will be in question. Um, I I think there's... uh, uh, like like you said, it's just great history. You know the twentieth anniversary of the two thousand two team, uh, Tress being there, all the all the other guys, Eddie George. You know they're going to roll out all those uh, uh, unbelievable uh, laundry list of great Buckeyes that are there to to hype them up for this game. And and uh, that's a great point. I don't know which one of you two said it, but the players have to keep level headed and worry about what they're doing technically. Because when you talk about nerves and you talk about big games, you talk about the guys like Michael Jordan and all these other athletes that perform at the highest level at the most crucial times, what they really focus on are the fundamentals and not the moment. You know, they fall back on what they know and what they've been trained to do. And uh, with, with Ohio State's experience here, um, I just uh, this is just my opinion. And you guys know, like, I'm, I'm not a huge college football fan. Notre Dame is my team. Right now, uh, as you guys have uh, let me know that I've I've, uh, changed a few times. But um, I think that uh, 
Ohio State is just going to have a, a, a big edge as far as all of that's concerned. Yes. Hey, by the way, I am uh, joined by the squatter, uh, Jonathan Powell, Brad Powell's son. He's <laughs> very upset because he doesn't get any airtime. So would you please give a shout-out, ladies and gentlemen, to Jonathan Powell. Say hi, Jonathan. Hello, everyone. Hey, hi, Jonathan. to finally be on the show. Welcome, welcome. Brad. He is doing the dirty work. He loads it up. He's cooking brats, burgers, all day long. And then everybody just craps all over him, including his dad. And I come on about two or three with my lamb, and everybody goes crazy, and he's the forgotten dude. You know, oh, what does the counselor do besides complain? Wait a minute, I got a question about the, I got a question. Did, did Counselor Powell get his parking spot? Uh, I actually got a parking pass from Gus Mahalis' brother at the Blackwell Valet right next to it. So I had to walk very short distance. Okay. But Counselor's in his regular yeah, spot. Yeah, we were asking, so did, did Brad get his spot? Did fit or anything? Did, that? did Brad get his parking spot, the one that he has to have? Brad got his, oh, yes. He got his parking spot despite the fact that, that Sam Millett said it wouldn't be available. That's uh, Doug Hussader I'm talking about. <laughs> we'll keep him off the air. We don't need any Doug Huff haters on the air. It's, uh, Doug's got well, too grand of a resume. It's too good of a <laughs> he already got the third degree from Counselor Powell. I mean, he had his. He brought a. He brought a Bible in so he could put his hand on it. Yeah, I, to, I, today I, and swear I, by it. I bet you he doesn't hate Ohio. State. I bet you next week he brings, he brings a defense attorney. <laughs> or he, brings, he brings his own counselor. <laughs> so listen, I, I, as you know, I missed the um, segment. I saw some of the scores. Union local crunch Ferry, Chase. I got beat again. Uh, were there any upsets? I don't see. I don't think there was anything that was really unexpected. Maybe the margins of some of the victories. Uh, you know, Ferry, Ferry got beat pretty handily. Um, uh, some of the scores were very lopsided. Central uh, beat beat Tusky pretty pretty hard, sixty two to twenty one. Um, and then I, I don't know if this is really a surprise that that uh, Park was able to uh, beat Brashear by thirty. But uh, some of the no. scores were lopsided. One, of the, one score we didn't. One score we didn't mention was that Fairmont Senior Double A Power in West Virginia did defeat Lindsley by a point last night. I think it was twenty-five twenty-four. What about River Belair? River River won, won big. They're three and zero. What did Belair do? Belair's today, right? Yeah, they're home. Belair's today. Hey, Jonathan, are you still there? Oh, okay. I wanted Jonathan to take a shot at his dad, but he's exited the uh, SUV. What kind of car is this, anyways? Tahoe. Okay, Tahoe. He's probably got to flip the brats. Yeah, he, yeah, I see him over so, there. I, so, I, he's not even put him on yet. What's wrong with your uh, son? Did, have, you tra- have you trained him on how to cook that lamb, Doc, or is that you won't let anybody no, else touch it? I cook the lamb. I yeah. cook the lamb. Okay. I might be three or four Bloody Marys in by then, but I'll cook it. <laughs> <laughs> It'll be better. It'll be better then. Um, and for the, I, I'm going to tell you something. I'm a purist and an ex-bartender, but I tell you what, I think Bloody Marys are better with tomato juice as opposed to just tomato juice myself. Well, you're you're the expert, so we won't argue with you. And um, what's uh, what's on tap for the next? You guys have what about uh, nine hours? Is it nine hours before kickoff? 
almost no yeah, cars. What's die. going to go on? I mean, we how many Bloody bottles. Marys can you have before you're you're going to say who's playing here? Two bottles of uh, four bottles of bourbon, a, a liter, a, a half gallon of Crown Royal. I'm seeing Buffalo Trace, Larceny Bourbon, Kettle One. I saw Grey Goose plus the beer plus the cigars and just continual food. Wow, what's the over and under? Whether maybe they won't make the game or. <laughs> well, I tell you what, that's the young kids. And honestly, all joking aside, I really, after this, I'll be lucky to have two or three beers before game time. You'll be too busy cooking the lamb or, or, or and, and just socializing. You know, and I, I, I don't understand why people get obnoxiously drunk. You know, it's expensive enough to buy tickets just to go in, forget half the game, and vomit all over the place. Right. Well, I think with with this, that's the thing that you run into with a late kickoff. And um, yeah. uh, to me, I like, I like a Saturday afternoon of college football. I, that's what I think when college football is yeah. meant to be played. And I think what happens is you get so many young people there that don't have the experience, don't know how to chill it out, and that's when things get obnoxious. Right. Now, Ross, did we talk on the last segment about uh, the no, behavior at the No, that's the, what the, I, the Doc did touch on a little bit without the question, but I, I had heard from – Coach Heinerman, that uh, some of the behavior at the Pitt West Virginia game was just way over the top. They're definitely not child, well, child, let, or, ch- child, or woman friendly. And I was wondering let me, how. Let me comment on what uh, Mike said here. You're right. Late games bring in the ugliness of all fans, and whether it's WVU or Ohio State or Penn State or whatever. True. Ninety percent of the time, I'm told, it's not kids in school. It's these out of town. The kids that don't go to college, you come in on a mission to get as messed up as they can and cause as much havoc. And, uh, you know, and the schools sometimes get the bad reputation. But most of the time, it's not the students and certainly not upstanding citizens like Councillor Powell and I that are causing the problem. And a lot of times it's people like 20 to 35 that are ones they're yeah. in the big big yeah. groups of uh, individuals who just get wasted and a keg party or whatever on the tailgate, and they just come into the stadium to scream and yell. Yeah, and they want to visit their friends that are going to the university and show off, show up their houses and show off uh, how much they can drink and how the guys in uh, Lancaster, Ohio, can out drink the high state boys or the people in uh, Shinston, West Virginia, can out drink the Morgantown boys. And that's where it gets out of control, in my opinion. Yeah, I just I just miss the the afternoons on ABC, the simple wondering which uh, teams were going to be on at twelve, and uh, you knew uh, Keith Jackson was going to be doing one of those games, and uh, somebody else who was a top notch broadcaster was going to be doing the other one, and uh, maybe every once in a while you'd have a game at night, some of the bowl games, some of those kind of. Um, for primetime games, but I think there's a, a little bit of the mystery that's taken away and all of this uh, slant toward uh, tele- television and so many games being on television now, I still don't think is taken away from the actual experience of being there, despite the drunks. I still think there's, there's no substitute for being inside the stadium. Wouldn't you say so? Right. Yeah, and to your point, I, I know we were really hoping because Notre Dame usually owns the 3.30 time slot that this game would have been 3.30. I mean, I don't know about you, Brad, 2.30 or 2.30. Yeah, probably I mean, next year. That would have been perfect. I would say next year's next year. game will probably be the two, a 2.30 start. Yeah. I would, if I had to lay money on hey, it, it would be a regular start. I know, we're getting, I know we're getting to the bottom of the hour, 
So uh, I'll hang up. We'll hang up and call back around five, six minutes, if that's okay. Yes, please do. We'll look forward to seeing you. Uh, please join us back. We're going to go for a break on the huddle. of Social Security. Beware of telephone scammers pretending to be government employees. Real Social Security employees will never threaten you. Call is threatening you with arrest or other legal action and demanding money are not from us. If you receive a call like this, hang up, do not provide them with any form of payment or information. Report the call at oig.ssa.gov. The possibility of lung cancer can be pretty scary, especially if you're one of approximately 8 million current or former smokers at high risk. That's why SaveByTheScan.org wants you to know that now there's a breakthrough low-dose CT scan that can detect lung cancer early, and it only takes 60 seconds. You stop smoking, now start screening. For an easy quiz to see if you're eligible, visit SaveByTheScan.org. It could save your life. SaveByTheScan.org is brought to you by the American Lung Association's Lung Force Initiative and the Ad Council. Hey, I'm going to the kitchen. Can I grab you a Coors Light? Yeah, that sounds good. Huh. I never knew there was a zip line in my fridge. Hey! Hey! Hey, buddy! Hey, buddy. Yeah. You got two Coors Lights up there? You got it! Always brewed down to 34 degrees. With a taste as cold as the Rockies, only Coors Light gives you refreshment every time. Here you go. Two Coors Lights. Awesome, man. Wow, these are really cold. That's the only way I deliver it. Sure. I mean, you being a mountain climber and all? Yep. You probably need a pretty warm coat in there, huh? Yep. Hey, Ben! Yeah! Ask him if he has any nachos! Um, you got any nachos in there? No. Just icy cold Coors Light? Yep. That makes sense. It is the Rockies. Coors Light, the world's most refreshing beer. Coors Brewing Company, Golden, Colorado. With great beer comes great responsibility. Once again, Toyota is the best resale value brand according to Kelly Blue Book's KBB.com. So stop waiting and check out a new Camry. Available with all-wheel drive and a 24-valve V6 engine. Delivering an impressive 301 horsepower. Or check out a stylish Venza. With an all-hybrid powertrain and 40 miles per gallon. Visit buyatoyota.com and reserve yours today. Toyota, let's go places. If you have ever wanted to get in shape and get all the physical and mental sharpness that comes along with boxing training, now you can do it in a safe, clean, and supervised location 
with an experienced boxing trainer. Team Pair Fitness from Morristown, Ohio is offering boxing training now. If you are interested, you can contact me, James T.U. We'll arrange a free introductory session. You can reach me at 412-298-9805 or send me an email to James T.U. Lawyer. That's James T.I.U. Lawyer at gmail.com. Attorney Tom McIntyre. Life. It may knock you down, but you don't have to stay that way. I'm Tom McIntyre. I'm a bankruptcy attorney, and I'm here to help you. Give us a call, and we'll send you a copy of my free book, When Bad Things Happen to Good People. It's an interesting read, and it'll explain bankruptcy to you like no other book does. Give us a call. We're here to help. Call Thomas E. McIntyre & Associates at 304-232-8600. Allow us to help put you back on the road to financial success. A serious injury from an accident can be just the start of your worries. What if you cannot return to work? How do you take care of your family if you're disabled? At Gellner Law Offices, we represent seriously injured people and understand their problem. We know how to get you fair compensation. We will work hard to make sure you get the money you deserve for your losses. Don't go it alone. If you're hurt in an accident, call us at 304-242-2900 or visit us at gellnerlaw.com. We'd like to help. Hello, everyone. From the Watchdog, I'm Darnell Foster with a look at your local weather forecast for your football Friday. Look for partly to mostly cloudy skies, a daytime high near 83. Overnight, mostly cloudy skies with a temperature near 67 for the low. You'll see clouds, limited sunshine for your Saturday with highs in the lower 80s. Have yourself a great weekend, everyone, from the Watchdog. I'm Darnell Foster. The views and opinions expressed on the following program are not necessarily those of this station or its sponsors. We're back on the Paul Harris Sports Huddle with the great Doug Huff and our main man, Ross Johnson. I'm Mike Florak. Welcome back to the Huddle. Uh, thank you, Paul Harris, our sponsor. Um, we've been joined on and off today by our regular host, uh, Dr. Angelo Georges, who is on site at the big OSU Notre Dame game, uh, beginning their tailgate already. And uh, everyone's talking about that. We should have Doc. We're still talking about uh, a little bit about the backyard brawl. And Doug, you and I, during the break, exchanged uh, a little bit of conversation about WVU's uh, tailback or the, the, the guy who appeared as their tailback midway through the game, uh, Mr. Donaldson. Yes. 
Yeah, uh, he he wasn't even listed on the depth chart that we had in <laughs> at the game there. I mean, he wasn't uh, listed as the top two uh, running backs. On the roster, he's listed as a tight end. He's uh, 6'2", 240, and, um, you know, he runs with some authority. Explosive. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, so on the field, we haven't talked too much about what we saw. I was very impressed overall by WVU. I think they've got two really good defensive ends. Uh, who can put some heat on a quarterback up front. A couple of their defensive backs, I thought, made some, some pretty good plays. Uh, the one defensive end, number 91, his name is escaping me now, played with a club on his left hand. Yes. He looked like uh, Bubba Smith or somebody yeah. go throw back yeah. to the 70s right. playing with a broken hand. Um, WVU ran the ball well. Uh, number zero um, made some terrific plays. It's yeah. a, Unfortunately, he's a yeah. ball went through his hands. He's a, he's a uh, grandson of the great Garrett Ford. That uh, his name is Bryce Ford, Lincoln, and uh, a grandson of uh, Garrett Ford that played there, that played at WVU, played with the Broncos, and was later an associate athletic director yeah. at WVU. Yeah, so. I think. Yeah, that's uh, I I like WVU's team. I think they're going to be all right this year. I really do. Ross, what did you think? Uh, I was impressed with the running game of the Mountaineers, but not the pass protection. Of course, the, yeah, that's yeah. one of the toughest defensive lines uh, in yes. the country. They've had more sacks in the past three years than anybody. Um, overall, WVU, uh, they, they impressed me. I, yeah, they're going to be all right. It sounded like uh, Pitt was going to blow them out. The pregame people was Pitt, 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 Pitt. There wasn't any WVU picks at all. And uh, it was WVU game, WVU's game to win, and unfortunately they couldn't hold on. Snap, snap defeat from the jaws of victory or whatever that's yeah, yeah. snatch defeat snatch from the it. jaws yeah. of victory that's exactly that's what happened yeah. yeah well it was good for the two, two teams to be together regardless doc, uh, are, you, doc are you there can you hear us doc it sounded like we had a big blowout there. He, he just hung up doc i don't know George what's going hung on up and we're trying to get him back here but uh we're also talking about the uh the big night tonight with uh Ohio State and, and Notre Dame, and Notre Dame's got a new quarterback. Uh, they'll have a new tailback, much experience up front. Ohio State, uh, of course, will have uh, okay. We should have C.J. Stroud as their their quarterback, who returns with a a very very capable receiving, outstanding receiving core. So that that like we said, will be a story of the game. But I think Doc is back with us. Doc, can you hear us? Yeah. Yeah, Mike, can you hear me okay? We can hear you well, yes. All right. I just want to make one comment. I heard WVU. Look, Pitt wasn't ready to use your term for that moment. But I'm, I'm not trying to temper things. But Pitt's top linebacker went out early, and their second top linebacker went out late. Now, what we saw was a tough WVU team. Pitt had the better team. WVU outplayed them. I'm not going to get on WVU's bandwagon just yet. And like I said earlier, I think Signetti's conservative offense that Narduzzi wanted and get rid of uh, Whipple uh, is going to hurt them in the long run and cost them games. That's, those are great points. Um, yeah, I think it was probably pretty uh, pretty tough for, for some of the some of the backups that, that Pitt threw in there to, to try to uh, you know, just just calm themselves down, do what's right, stick to the fundamentals, stick to what they know. Their responsibilities are huge. Narduzzi does run a bit of a complex defense uh, traditionally. I don't, I'm not quite sure. I didn't really hone in on, on what they were doing schematically the other night. 
but he he does uh, he has a, he has a, a great pedigree for turning out uh, defensive players throughout his career, going back to his days as an assistant at Ohio State. So it's quite possible some of those guys were a little bit lost. Um, I, I, I'd like to to welcome in the passenger seat Jeff Kenny, Councilor Powell's former law partner, oh boy. and he's going to sing Lukenbach, Texas live. Wow. Here we go. Uh, he's not the one who's going to. He's not going to grill uh, Doug, is he? <laughs> now, Jeff's a longtime listener from Cincinnati. Very positive individual. He's the one that when we go down seven nothing, he says it's over. He's one of those. <laughs> <laughs> well, I was I was telling you, is Councilor Powell on on the line with us too? No. Just... Uh, okay. Uh, can we hear? Are, are you guys both there? Yeah, we're both here. Okay. Yeah, I was. I was telling. I don't know if you heard, but uh, two of my college teammates threw out the first pitch at the Reds game last night. Scott Bueller and uh, Ralph Dillman. Scott Shorthop. Ralph. Ralph took a basketball-sized welt in his rib cage, blocking the pitch like a good catcher would do. Uh, we're going to talk baseball. Anything you guys want to talk about? Uh, the red. Do you want to shift gears at all and talk about baseball? I mean, I, well, I'd like to hear some you, perspective on what's going on with the Reds. This is going to be my last segment, so uh, I figure we could continue on college football what, for the next fifteen minutes. And whatever you want to do, NFL and baseball. If that's all right. That's fine. With, that's fine with us. Um, all right. We've got some uh, other big. Uh, there, there's uh, what are the other big contests today? There's another. Well, uh, I, I wanted to comment. I want to comment on uh, Purdue Penn State. Yeah, great. I game. really think Purdue's going to win the West. They let one get away from them. Not that Penn State, you know, um, Clifford had um, a bad interception and stuff. That was a great game to the end. And, uh, Jeff, did you watch Illinois Indiana last night? I did. Uh, Indiana pulled it out with like 30 or 50 seconds and just a horrible, horrible officiating call in the first half where the guy clearly caught it, rolled to the ground for Illinois, and the guy, after he caught it twice, actually. And then they catch that twice, yes. And the referees refused to overturn it. Now, I sat at that fit WVU. It took four hours. Four hours. Everything's reviewed. What's the point? And I'd like to get Doug's comment on this because he's been around. Mm. I don't see the point of instant replay anymore when, A, they don't get it right half the time, and, B, they, they take forever to comment. The games are going on. It's like the old uh, complaint of baseball games. Yeah, there were so, uh, there were so uh, many I mean, conferences. Are you, I mean, the instant replay has been – it's just gone to be too big of a monster. Yeah, it's uh, – I mean, uh, that was uh, the one very bad uh, part of that game, that four-hour, four ten-minute game. I mean, uh, there was – must set a record for reviews and conferences. I've never seen officials right. – uh, I thought they were deciding where they're going to eat after the game or something. They were talking so much. But, uh, Permani brothers. Well, Permani yeah, brothers. Permani's, yeah. But, they were Mountain West officials, so maybe – I don't know what uh, they eat out there. Moose or elk? They weren't going to find one at Pittsburgh. They, they were Big 12. <laughs> no, Doc, they were Big 12 officials. I was told they were Mountain West. No, the, the, flip, the, the flip card I've got here says officials. It's got Big 12 in parentheses, and it's got a list of them. David Alvarez was a, was a referee. Now, I don't, right. I don't know any would... of them by name uh, personally, uh, but uh, just what I see on the flip card, it says Big 12. So, Doc, do you think well, it would? Do... It should have been a split crew with the uh, 
ACC up in the booth and the Big 12 on the field. That's normally how they do that. Yeah. Do you think it would go any better if there were a time limit, say 30 seconds, 45 seconds or something, for the, the person it. who is has his hand on the button to make a decision? I would love it. Yeah, it needs to move along. It's slowing down the games. Four hours yes. is ridiculous. And that's ridiculous to watch an athletic for. contest unless it goes into quadruple overtime. Um, those people driving up yeah. from Morgantown probably got in about two thirty or something because uh, <laughs> they had a big traffic jam in Washington, PA. I was told driving back. So, and, and oh, we have all the so-called experts are saying we need to speed the game of baseball up. Yet we slowed many of the other sports down because of this replay. And it's just not, right. uh, to me, it's taken away from the game. But, Doc, you bring another point up. You know, I was trying to explain to people, game days here in Columbus, 100,000, 105,000-seat stadium, another 100,000 outside. We're, we're 7.30 kickoff, 5 a.m. the gates open. In Pittsburgh, game day was there. They didn't open the gates till 2 p.m. Now, you talk about traffic issues, and it's not the stadium's fault. The city owns the parking lots. People parked there to go to work. I get it. They're not ready for the moment. But they should that day should have told everybody has to commute because opening up when you have game day, backyard brawl, um, and, and, and it was just not run. They weren't in the moment to keep using that phrase, the city. The record, record crowd of over 70,000 fans, too. Yeah, and, and that's a, that's, that sounds great, but I think there's still – some and part of the reason I got off the the pit train was because they left Pitt Stadium. And I know it was outdated, and I knew they needed to make a decision whether they were going to be a basketball school in the Big East or a football school. But there's something missing there because that stadium's not on campus. And I, I just, uh, I you agree. know, like you said, I it, agree. they're going to play on a weeknight. They're going to play a big game like that. It's just not conducive right. to the professional people being there either. Pittsburgh, unlike a, unlike a lot of cities, you hit the nail on the head, it's a city of neighborhoods. When I lived here for yes. three years, yeah. I would say, how do you get to this downtown? How do you get to this? They said, Doc, you know more coming from Wheeling in downtown. We stay in our own neighborhoods. And that stadium should be rebuilt somewhere near Shenley or in, or in Oakland. Yes. Um, yes, you know, absolutely. So within walking distance sure. from the dorms and everything like that, all the staff. Right. Uh, that would make it just so much better. And Oakland's a great town. It's a great part of yeah. part of Pittsburgh. And and uh, you can even though it's a it's an urban campus, you still know you're on a, on a college campus unquestionably. Even when I was getting all my my treatments for my Crohn's disease there at uh, UPMC all those years, uh, I knew I was on a college campus. And there's just something special about that feel. I, I just don't think you can get that feel at Heinz Field. Not not that Heinz Field. No. Uh, excuse me, Acrisure. I don't think that you can get that feeling at oh. Acrisure, um, although it's a great stadium, well built. You know, and uh, I'm not just saying that because my roommate from college built the stadium, <laughs> but um, it, it is a great stadium. I just, I just think Pitt needs to be on campus. That's that's right. uh, there's something lacking, yeah. and that's the great feel hey, about listen. OSU. Yeah, yeah. Hey, listen, with the little time we have, college football. If Ross wants his pen and paper. I'm going to go down among well, the few big games besides Ohio State Notre Dame, and you guys will go quickly and tell me who you like. But do the spread. I'll start with Jeff here. Oregon at Georgia. Georgia's minus sixteen. Georgia. Georgia. Go ahead, guys. Wow, minus sixteen. That's big. I, I like I like Georgia though. Yeah, Georgia probably. Ross. I like okay. Georgia. 
Uh, right, you, uh, give me a second so I can write down your names here. Between the hedges. Over. Ross is going to keep score here. He's going to yeah, find out who's right. Who's to do. Down. All right. Yeah. Okay, let's go to another one. Cincinnati at Arkansas. Arkansas minus six. Go ahead, Jeff. Go ahead, guys. Jeff said Arkansas. I'm going to say uh, Cincinnati. I, I think Luke Fickle's the man. I, I, I would look for them to maybe pull an upset off. Well, Jeff has a, a special name for Fickle where he changes the vowel, uh, the first vowel in the name. <laughs> um, but, um, Is that Fock, uh, Fockle like the Fockers? Yeah, yeah. That's <laughs> meet, meet, meet the, the Fockles? Yeah, that's it. Uh, hey, uh, go ahead, you guys. I'm going to go with UC plus six. What do you guys want like? I like UC. Doug? I'll take Doug. Arkansas. I'll take Cincinnati. Okay. Okay. I'm scrolling down here. Uh, we have some. I know we got some late games coming up. Um, uh, okay. Uh, boy. What about LSU? LSU, LSU Florida game. State. Yeah. LSU, Florida State. Yeah. What, is that tomorrow? Tomorrow. Yes, what tomorrow. What's the line there? I have no idea. Uh, I'm not sure. I, I, okay, I like I'll LSU. I think to that one. Florida State. Okay, Florida State and LSU. The line is three and a half. LSU is giving three and a half. Correct. I'm gonna I'm gonna go with LSU. I think uh, even though they're that's that's going to be an interesting game because there's, there's two programs that are still kind of trying to find their put uh, find their level yeah. footing here. So yeah, LSU. I gotta go with LSU. I gotta go with LSU, Jeff. Across, across the board. Yeah, Kelly will do a good job there. And I, I'm missing one. I thought there was uh, oh, Utah at Alabama. Bama. What's a, what time's that game? Is, is that a night game? I thought it would be. I just can't find it. Yeah. Probably a night game. Uh, yeah. uh, that's That's the other big one. Yeah, I like Bama. I mean, yeah, I like Bama uh, Saban's just so, so hard to bet against. Um, yeah, and you, do you know um, that the largest point spread, Utah was a 26 or 30-some point favorite uh, over Connecticut, which they covered. They're going to be like a 27-point dog. Okay, now wait a minute. Here, you're, you're, and it's the largest sweat over 50-point point spread ever in the history of football. Wait a minute. <laughs> you're talking Utah State, not Utah, Utah State. first of all. Yeah. Oh, Utah State. 7.30 p.m. start. Um, Utah plays at Florida, which is a pretty interesting game. Oh. So, so the spread on that uh, Bama versus Utah State, according to CBS Sports, is 41 and a half. Yeah, and they were like 30-point favorites last week. And I like the Crimson Tide, <laughs> giving 41-and-a-half. Wow, <laughs> man, hard to lay that down. Yeah, I know, it's hard to bet against Saban, though. I mean, he, he just does it year after year. And, uh, Ross, you commented Utah-Florida. That's a big one. Yep. Utah's predicted to make the playoffs. Uh, I'm not clear why Notre Dame still remains a fifth-ranked team. Uh, but I certainly think Utah is, is, should be fifth-ranked, uh, what they showed last year. And um, everybody, they got everybody back, and they got that great quarterback, Cameron Rising. Kind of reminds you of a Jim, Jim McMahon, just a leader, you know? They have spiked haircut and sunglasses, <laughs> riding a Harley into the video. Not. I think he's got a, 
that hangs out behind his helmet. <laughs> Doing the show. Hey, hey I, I have a question for you, Doc, as a diehard OSU fan. So we talked – I mentioned Saban, and um, in my opinion, I, I think he's, he's still the top dog of college football as far as the coaches go. No doubt. How do you feel about Ryan Day, and uh, does he have to win the national championship this year to uh, stay in good graces with all the OSU faithful? Uh, I'm going to let Jeff chime in. Big expectations. I believe he's got to get to the national championship game. Um, And Ohio State expects to win every game they play, even if they're playing the Steelers. Ever ever in the history of Ohio State football. Jeff, do you think he has to win the national champion this this year? For me, no. I think he needs to beat Michigan, win the Big Ten. Everything else can fall in place. Yeah. I, we got to get to the playoffs, or people will question him. In other words, and uh, did I see the news yet? Uh, yesterday that uh, the expansion to twelve teams is going to yeah. happen. Tw- yeah, in twenty-five. Yeah, you know, twenty-six. Twenty-six. Uh, yeah, the um, the uh, first the first four teams get, get five weeks, yeah, and then five through twelve play home games to whittle it down. Um, depend on seeding. But, you know, I've said this a million times. We saw with Alabama, UC put a fourth seed put up a valiant effort. Um, and imagine if they got that fourth seed. Alabama crunched them. So, do we really want is quality being sacrificed for quantity. If an 11th or 10th ranked team pulls up a couple upsets over uh, maybe a guy that, a team that lost one of their players to injury, and all of them, they're sitting there playing Alabama and, and one round, do we really want to see a fifty to ten round? Are you talking about are you talking as a college football purist or a capitalist? We want to make money, right? Yeah. That's what it's well, that's all what about the television all, revenue. Two minutes, guys. Two minutes. It's all about money. I mean <laughs> you know. I know. I'm a purist, you know that. I don't even like the D H. <laughs> I still I still don't like it. <laughs> I do. I hey think guys, still game. Uh, watch Trump one, to play one thing, real quick, guys. I, I looked uh, the other day, same day of the a backyard brawl. See how much tickets were on Vivid Seats. It was like one hundred and sixty dollars oh. with the cheap ones. Three thirty three hundred are the expensive ones. So this game tonight, the cheapest ticket right now on Vivid Seats is two forty six. The most expensive one, seventy seven hundred dollars. Wow. Oh, my Who has hey, that? you hanging out with Counselor Powell in case you need a couple extra tickets, right? He can flip that out. No yeah. yeah, there you go. Big city. He big can, city it, college, it's, right? it's each, too. There's two tickets. Mike and I want to come, so all you need is $15,000. <laughs> <laughs> we'll be there. Hey, leave right after the show. I'm not putting the lamb on until about three. <laughs> oh. I'll stay just for the lamb. Yeah. Heck with yeah. the game. Hey, everybody thinking? will hang out here anyways. We've got TVs and stuff. Hey, listen, we're getting the top of the hour. I want you guys to have a great show. Uh, Jeff, say goodbye, Jeff. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. See you, Jeff. Go Bucks. Go Bucks. Go Bucks. I'll see you guys next week. Be careful on your travels, Doc. Doc. Thank you, Doc. Yeah, Doc. Take care. Uh, Thank you, guys. All right. Well, I think we're uh, we're ready for a break on the huddle here, and uh, we'll be back shortly. Ross, who's taking us in here on the break? Who do we have on the the musical This is one of Doc's picks, and uh, you'll recognize it. The Four Tops. Now we're singing Doug songs right now. I see Doug, Doug shaking in his seat a little bit. Good old Motown song with the Four Tops. We'll see you back on the huddle in a little bit.
Watchdog is FM 98.1, AM 1600, WKKX Wheeling, FM 97.7, AM 1370, WVLY Moundsville. From ABC News, I'm Michelle Franzen. The launch window now just a few hours out at Florida's Cape Canaveral. NASA is making a second attempt this week to launch its Artemis 1 rocket, phase one of NASA's revamped moon mission. ABC's Gio Benitez is near the launch site. NASA believes the most powerful rocket in the world is ready for liftoff to send the uncrewed Orion capsule around the moon and back to Earth to test it for astronauts like Anne McClain, who's in line to someday go to the moon. The American people and the international community have committed an enormous amount of resources to this program. Today's launch window opens at 2.17 Eastern, right in the middle of college football. The FAA says it's working with law enforcement in Tupelo, Mississippi, tracking a pilot in a small aircraft who's threatened to fly the small plane into a Walmart store. Police say that pilot has been flying around since takeoff. No other details. Details about the pilot or a possible motive. Officers are evacuating the store as a precaution. A raging wildfire in Northern California is 0% contained. The mill fire broke out yesterday near the Oregon border, forcing evacuations in three towns. Triple-digit temperatures along with winds are fueling that fire. The heat wave in western states expected to stretch into next week. It was an emotionally charged night for Serena Williams and fans. The tennis legend lost her singles match at the U.S. Open in New York. It's expected to be the final tournament of her career. ABC's Lara Spencer is at Arthur Ashe Stadium. She might not have won the match, but she left the game. She changed as a champion. I'm just so grateful to every single person. Even towards the end, the raucous sold-out crowd of more than 29,000 went nearly silent after Ayla Tomranovic took a commanding lead. I think she embodies that no dream is too big. Even her opponent had difficulty saying goodbye to the woman who calls herself just Serena. You're listening to ABC News. Attention all business owners who rent or lease space, including storage space. Stop wasting your money paying someone else for your space. You can now save a ton of money and own your own building with the incredible sale prices from General Steel. That's right. Start saving money every month on renting space from others. Just call 877-25-STEEL to see how General Steel can help you save money. Our 50-year structural warranty buildings are custom designed for your needs and save you a ton of money. Call 877- 7725 Steel. Take it from a successful entrepreneur. If you need to expand or start a new business, you need General Steel. Great team and the competitive pricing is the reason I went with General Steel. Call 87725 Steel now and you can get any of our popular quick construction structures, including a 40 by 60 foot building or a 50 by 100 clear span building, fast and easy. Call 87725 Steel. That's 877 257 8335. 87725 Steel. A search is underway in Memphis for a mom apparently kidnapped during her morning run on Friday. ABC's Faith Abube has details. ABC News affiliate WATN confirming 34-year-old kindergarten teacher Eliza Fletcher is the niece of the city's chief legal officer and the granddaughter of a prominent businessman and philanthropist. Police at the woman's home seen collecting a laptop and garden shears, an officer photographing a white wagoneer outside, which was later towed away. The August jobs report came out on Friday with employers in the U.S. adding 315,000 new jobs. Those figures are one of the last pieces of the puzzle before the Fed board meets later this month. ABC's business and economics correspondent Deirdre Bolton on what that report 
might tell us. Companies hiring the most workers in business and professional services, healthcare, and retail. Now, the unemployment rate unexpectedly rose for the first time since January, a six-month high. Rising unemployment usually cause for concern, but economists say not this time. Most see this month's increase as a positive reason, with more people coming off the sidelines looking for work. The unemployment rate is 3.7%. The Labor Day weekend marks an end to summer and ushers in fall. A season health officials are trying to get ahead of with those vaccines. Both updated COVID boosters and that target the subvariants and flu shots are already ready. This is ABC News. And paid for by USA Veteran Law Group. Attention Marines, if you or a loved one lived or worked at Camp Lejeune for more than 30 days between 1953 and 1988, you were exposed to drinking water contaminated with benzene and other highly carcinogenic chemicals, causing those exposed to develop devastating health conditions. You may qualify for significant compensation if you have been diagnosed with non-Hodgkin's lymphoma, bladder, kidney, or liver cancer, or other serious health conditions. Get justice at 866-463-0001 or visit usaveteranlawgroup.com. Michelle Franzen, ABC News. Are you or your loved ones facing a serious legal battle? The Law Office of Paul Harris wants you to know you aren't alone. Do you need someone that's not afraid to go to trial and fight for your rights? Attorney Paul Harris and his team are willing to go where most firms are not. The courtroom. With a successful track record in civil litigation, criminal defense, including tax issues and healthcare fraud, Harris Law Office will fight for their clients by offering the most aggressive representation in and out of court. Call Paul Harris at Harris Law Office for a free consultation. 304-232-5300. Expand your outdoor living space with concrete landscape blocks from Menards. Get a free estimate instantly with our design and buy landscaping program. From patios, retaining walls, fire pits, and more, you can design the landscape of your dreams for free. Visit the store or Menards.com to get started on your next project today. Get 11% off everything right now at Menards. Good through September 5th. Savings are mail-in rebate. Some exclusions apply. See store for details. They said it couldn't be done. Cut inflation. Cut the deficit. Put more money in the pockets of West Virginia families. That's the deal Joe Manchin just cut in Washington. It's not a Democrat deal, a Republican deal, or a Green deal. It's a red, white, and blue deal. Joe's plan negotiates lower prescription prices, expands oil and gas production for today, and encourages the development of alternative energy for tomorrow. And get this, it's all paid for by big corporations and Wall Street. Nobody making under $400,000 will pay a penny more. That's right, no new taxes. The deficit gets cut, inflation lowered, more money for average families. It's a win for West Virginia and America. That's Joe Manchin, smart, independent, always doing what's best for West Virginia. Paid for by West Virginia Freedom Alliance. Once again, Toyota is the best resale value brand according to Kelly Blue Book's KBB.com. So stop waiting and check out a new Camry available with all-wheel drive and a 24-valve V6 engine delivering an impressive 301 horsepower. Or check out a stylish Venza with an all-hybrid powertrain and 40 miles per gallon. Visit buyatoyota.com and reserve yours today. Toyota, let's go places. you have ever wanted to get in shape and get all the physical, 
and mental sharpness that comes along with boxing training, now you can do it in a safe, clean, and supervised location with an experienced boxing trainer. Team Terra Fitness from Morristown, Ohio is offering boxing training now. If you are interested, you can contact me. James T.U. will arrange a free introductory session. You can reach me at 412-298-9805 or send me an email to James T.U. Lawyer. That's James T.I.U. Lawyer at gmail.com. Hey, I'm going to the kitchen. Can I grab you a Coors Light? Yeah, that sounds good. Huh. I never knew there was a zip line in my fridge. Hey! Hey! Hey, buddy! Yeah! You got two Coors Lights up there? You got it! Always brewed down to 34 degrees. With a taste as cold as the Rockies, only Coors Light gives you refreshment every time. Here you go. Two Coors Lights. Awesome, man. Wow, these are really cold. That's the only way I deliver it. Sure. I mean, you being a mountain climber and all? Yep. You probably need a pretty warm coat in there, huh? Yep. Hey, Ben! Yeah! Ask him if he has any nachos! Um, you got any nachos in there? No. Just icy cold Coors Light? Yep. That makes sense. It is the Rockies. Coors Light, the world's most refreshing beer. Coors Brewing Company, Golden, Colorado. With great beer comes great responsibility. Attorney Tom McIntyre. Life, it may knock you down, but you don't have to stay that way. I'm Tom McIntyre. I'm a bankruptcy attorney, and I'm here to help you. Give us a call, and we'll send you a copy of my free book, When Bad Things Happen to Good People. It's an interesting read, and it'll explain bankruptcy to you like no other book does. Give us a call. We're here to help. Call Thomas E. McIntyre and Associates at 304-232-8600. Allow us to help put you back on the road to financial success. Babies come with lots of decisions. Cloth or disposable? Crib or bassinet? So when it comes to protection, go with the safest, most effective choice, vaccination. Get all the recommended vaccines for your baby by age two to protect your child against 14 serious childhood diseases. For more reasons to vaccinate, talk to your child's doctor. Go to cdc.gov vaccines or call 800-CDC-INFO. A message from the Centers for Disease Control and Prevention. Hello everyone from the Watchdog, I'm Darnell Foster with a look at your local weather forecast for your football Friday. Look for partly to mostly cloudy skies, a daytime high near 83. Overnight, mostly cloudy skies with a temperature near 67 for the low. You'll see clouds, limited sunshine for your Saturday with highs in the lower 80s. Have yourself a great weekend everyone from the Watchdog, I'm Darnell Foster. The views and opinions expressed on the following program are not necessarily those of this station or its sponsors.
lace up your cleats. It's time for the Saturday morning sports huddle. Brought to you by Paul Harris at Harris Law Offices in Wheeling. All right, we're back on the huddle with the Hall of Fame sports writer, Doug Huff, and the Stone Cold Stunner, Ross Johnston. I'm Mike Florak sitting in for Dr. Angelo Georges. And we welcome ourselves back here on the Paul Harris Huddle. Thank you, Paul, with Nazareth. Thank you, Paul. Hair of the dog. So uh, Doc left us with a great playlist here. Uh, he had us shaking in our shoes a little bit with uh, some Motown and then some disco. And now we go back to some hard rock here with Nazareth and Hair of the Dog. So Since he's not going to be listening the last uh, half hour or so. <laughs> we should take over. Well, we are. <laughs> I love it. Doug, do you have a song you'd like to hear? I love it. So, uh, well, you can play any of the Rascals songs. Uh, okay. That's, I love, I love the Rascals. Yeah, and, and I want to I want to go backtrack to uh, the selection that I chose was uh, Do Ya from uh, ELO. And uh, it's not one of the playlist songs that I usually play from the Ohio University and my, one of my favorite spots on Court Street, the CI, that playlist they had. But that was a, a dedication that I had in mind to someone whose favorite group is ELO, and that's our friend uh, James Huggins, yep. also oh, yeah. known as Jags. Jags. He's a big ELO, ELO fan. So, Jags, if you're listening, uh, uh, the 930 music break, the ELO do ya. Uh, shout out was to you. He's, he's probably not because if uh, yeah, the student goes at home right now, yeah. they're probably on kickoff. But, yeah, uh, I got to. I don't know if he did the game last week, but I got to hear Jim do a play-by-play on the opener for Steubenville, and he sounded just like his old great. self. It's glad to hear that. He's yeah. so talented. I'm glad he's still uh, sharing his talents with guy. the Valley. Yes, sir. You know, cause, you know, I call games too. It was funny one time because Doc, he was sitting in your chair. Doc sitting where Doug was, and he asked, he asked Huggins. <laughs> Looking at me, who's the best play-by-play in the Ohio, announcer in the Ohio Valley? And we both said at the same time, me. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing wrong with self-confidence. No, you have right? to have that attitude. Yeah, that's all right. Self-promotion. It was uh, uh, the 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 Deion Sanders and Michael Irvin era issued that in for all of sports. But of yeah. course, Howard Cosell would tell you he was great too. Oh, yeah. If you just listened to him in the 70s, like I did growing up, right? Right. right. Oh, absolutely. He was fantastic. Yeah. yeah. The, the, two, the two things I do before every broadcast is I say a little prayer that I, no one gets hurt and I don't curse. <laughs> <laughs> I need to incorporate that one. We haven't had an FCC alert uh, this week. No, this last week, week was iffy. Last week we had about five of them. I, I kept I kept thinking there were helicopters flying around my house last week. <laughs> I saw those two guys in dark suits uh, as we exited the with building. The, with I was earplugs. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I wondered what they had come in for. But uh, we're ta- we were talking about uh, just some broadcasters and, and things like that. And I want to give a shout-out to two people because we talk about the college football experience often, the on the field, the coaches, the players. Sometimes we talk about administrators and those kind of things. But th- there's so much more that goes into the atmosphere of college football. And I want to give a shout-out to, to uh, two people who will uh, be involved in this game one way or another. And one of them is a cheerleader for Notre Dame, Kelsey Crawford, who is a Madonna high school grad. She's currently a cheerleader for Notre Dame. I know her uh, family very well, the DeLuca family. I grew up with uh, two of her uncles, 
and uh, she has been a cheerleader for Notre Dame now. I think this is either her second or third year. So she's a big part of what goes into the pageantry and all the things that we love about college football. So uh, good luck to her and the rest of the cheering squad for Notre Dame. She's representing the Valley uh, from Madonna High School and many others. And also one of my former classmates at Catholic Central, Sandra Antonone, is a Ohio State uh, cheerleader football alum. So I don't know if they'll be they'll have some of the cheerleader alumni on the field. Uh, but but Sandra had a great career there at Ohio State as a cheerleader, and we certainly want to recognize their achievements because that's part of what makes yeah. makes up everything that college football I, is. I know I know uh, Ross knows this story, but uh, uh, speaking of cheerleaders, she wasn't a cheerleader, but her mother was. Uh, uh, from uh, she was a cheerleader at John Marshall and a cheerleader mm -hmm. at West Virginia University. And her name was Cindy Bissett, mm -hmm. and she happened to uh, move to New York City and uh, get married to a restaurant. Uh, I guess I own uh, some restaurants there, and uh, she is the mother of a famous person right now named Lady Gaga. Yes. Oh, so wow, that's Ga right. You Lady Gaga's that mother was a former cheerleader at John Marshall and West Virginia University. And and I, I thought sometime they ought to have uh, Lady Gaga come back like they had Brad Paisley with, uh, you know, of course, Brad went to John Marshall, too. So... Uh, uh, and maybe they could have some coordination. <laughs> They're probably both That'd on different cool. tours. Of course, uh, her, yeah. her grandparents still live in Glendale. Yes, yes. Yeah. Well, that's great to yeah. see these valley ties. So I want to stand corrected about one thing. Uh, Sandra Antonone, who I mentioned, her her married name is Petrelli. She married. She grew up in Mingo, and uh, she married another Mingo guy named Joey Petrelli. Great guy. Uh, was a heck of a football player at Mingo, and he's one of the all-time tailgating champions. I love, look forward <laughs> to seeing his posts on social media. He's like, if you saw him and looked at him, saw a picture of him, you say that guy's from from the from the valley there, and uh, I'll give a shout out to them. I know they're 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 partying pretty hard right now. <laughs> so, <clears throat> but uh, we've got a lot of other things to talk about. The the Pirates oh, yeah. have a Hall of Fame week, Pittsburgh Pirates Hall of Fame weekend this weekend, and tonight they have a number of uh, standout former standout Pirate players. Being inducted, yes. um, many of uh, those are our favorites um, from from years past. I know Steve Blass is one of them. I'm going to uh, try to tick off the list here as we uh, uh, celebrate the the great achievements of pirate teams gone by. And here's here's the list of the class. Uh, which will be celebrated tonight as they host the, the Blue Jays. So there's other things going on in sports besides college football. We're all uh, jacked up about that, but that's uh, we, we also want to recognize, we know the Pirates are struggling, they've had their ups and downs, but a great history with this organization. Oh, yeah. And uh, you, you probably have some stories about interviewing some of these guys, yeah. although not Hannes Wagner, I know you're not that old. He's the first name <laughs> mentioned in the class, the, the great Hannes Wagner, who many still consider the greatest shortstop in the history of uh, baseball and who played his first professional game for the Steubenville Baseball Club. Okay. And there's a contract in the Hall of Fame. His first contract signed is with the Steubenville Baseball Club, yeah, Hannes Wagner. Something. So uh, Hannes Wagner, the uh, big poison, little poison, Paul and Lloyd Wayner are both going in. Fred Clark, former uh, pitcher and manager, Jake Beckley, Max Carey, 
Pie Trainer, the great third baseman, Roberto, the great Roberto Clemente, Ralph Kiner, Archie Vaughn, another great shortstop, Willie Stargell, Pops. Who doesn't have great memories of Pops in the 79 We Are Family team? Uh, Bill Mazeroski, our local oh, yes. uh, our local product here. Um, Josh Gibson, who yep. would technically go in as one of the Homestead Grays. Yep. Uh, Ray Brown, Buck Leonard, also a, a Homestead Gray. Oscar Charleston, same thing. And my favorite bucko growing up, Dave Parker, the oh, Cobra. Boy, the Cobra. Could we get a bandwagon going here? We talk about Chuck Holly. <laughs> yeah. Of course, he's a Valley native. Could we get the Cobra in the Hall of Fame? Well, he's he's a Cincinnati guy. He's guy. a Cincinnati maybe, guy. Maybe, uh, Counselor Powell can get something started in Cincinnati. Yeah, and you you know what's funny is uh, you know Parker was. Uh, I want to say he graduated from high school maybe in the late 60s, 68, 69, something like that, made his debut in a Pirates organization late 60s, early 70s, and finally oh, started yeah. to establish himself around 74, 75 as Roberto's replacement in right field and uh, one of the best players, if not oh, the best, oh, yeah. in that five-year or so span from the mid-70s. Uh, to the early 80s as the best player in baseball, five-tool yeah, guy. He had a tremendous arm. Too. Tremendous arm. A tremendous yeah, arm. which won him the MVP in the 79 yeah. All-Star yeah. game. Everybody remembers Roberto's arm, but uh, Dave Parker had a great arm. He, Dave Parker had a terrific arm, and he is a Cincinnati native, like you mentioned, Doug. And people would talk. I mentioned a couple of my college teammates, and I had many college teammates that were from the Cincinnati air, air, area. But in the mid-'80s, people from Cincinnati were still talking about what a great high school football player that Dave Parker was. Oh, yeah. He was so a terrific yeah. all-around athlete. Yeah, yeah. Recruited by many different schools, and then he suffered a knee injury, I believe, at the end of his junior year, beginning of his senior year in high school, and decided to, to yes. stick with the baseball. And thank you to the Cobra for sharing his talents, uh, especially on that great 79 We Are Family team with, with the Pirates that meant so much to many of us who are Pirate fans in this region. Two more names here, terrific names, great ambassadors. Talk about another person who should be in the Hall of Fame, the little Irishman, Danny Murtaugh. Danny Murtaugh. Mur yeah, manager yeah. of the 60 and 71 two, World two Series World champs. champs. Yep. Um, Danny Murtaugh, who's uh, my good buddy Rick Shemolowski, is friends with one of his grandsons up in the Toledo area. And uh, we talk about Danny Murtaugh every once in a while. We hope that someday he gets his due as one of the great managers in baseball history who won two World Series championships and has his day in the sun someday as a Hall of Famer. Yeah. I know Steve Blass was talking Steve about. Steve Blass. Yeah, last, he's he's Mr. Pirate. He's been yes, involved with the Pirates for so many years. I mean, and with the various categories that, with the broadcaster and player and, and everything. So, uh, But, uh, you know, he, he was sort of campaigning, too, for uh, – one of his uh, other former teammates, uh, not only for uh, the Pirate Hall, but for uh, the, the Baseball Hall of Fame, Al Oliver. Yes. You know, Al Oliver, he's from Portsmouth. Yes, uh, he is. Portsmouth, yes. Ohio, yes. Yes. Because I remember uh, uh, going down, I knew a sports writer from Portsmouth, and we talked about Al Oliver quite a bit. So, Yeah, he, he's deserving. I think he's a couple hundred hits shy, just like Parker is, career of 3,000. And that, yeah. that 3,000 hit mark is usually an automatic ticket to the yeah, Hall of Fame, yeah, which is a shame that two of them who both sustained very long careers, I believe Parker played for 21 years and Oliver pretty close to that, yep. but it's a shame neither one of them could get over the hump and get, uh, or that both of them couldn't get over the hump and punch their tickets yep. uh, with that, that 3,000 career hit mark. Um, but both very deserving, and you know, you bring up oh, Al yeah. Oliver, that's oh, a great yeah. point, yeah. Uh, Doug, that I, I don't remember uh, growing up 
watching anybody hit the ball harder, more consistently than all. Oh, yeah, he, had, he had a swing, man. Good. <laughs> he could hit the ball so oh, yeah. hard, so consistently. And I ran into him about six or seven years ago, right outside one of the uh, walking in, going to one of the pirate games. And I, I went up and shook his hand, and uh, I said, hey, Al, you, I, I was a big fan growing up. You deserve to be in the Hall of Fame. He was very gracious and humble. I was astounded at how big his shoulders were. Yeah. He was probably in his late 60s at the time. He's a yeah. big man. Yeah. And uh, he he's ju- just was a terrific player and very deserving someday to be in the Hall of Fame. We always talk. When you and I get together, we're always talking about <laughs> our, our Hall of Fame snubs and yep. got, got to yeah. get this guy in here. But yeah. he, he is very deserving. And we talked about Danny Merton. The last name is uh, on the list is, of course, uh, the great Steve Blass, who uh, I don't know if there's ever been a better ambassador for any Major League Baseball team as much as he, he has right. been for the Pittsburgh Pirates. Truly loves the Pirates. Was the winning pitcher. Pitched two complete games in one World Series. Yes. We'll never see that again. No. Uh, pitched the last game against in the 71 Series against the Orioles and was the winning pitcher on the mound for the last out. You have all those great images in your heads, I'm sure, Pirates fans of him. Uh, jumping into the arms of of uh, the Maryland strongman Bob Robertson, Bob Robertson first yeah. baseman, um, and uh, and Manny Sanguin, uh the two of them running around like chickens with their heads cut <laughs> off, uh, celebrating the joy that it was to bring a world championship home to Pittsburgh. But uh, a great Hall of Fame class going in tonight for the uh, for the Pirates, and we hope we you know we can celebrate the history of the Pirates, and that's part of being a fan, I believe, is. You, you do have to celebrate the history of your teams, even when they're going, they're not going well, and it's not going well for the Pirates. Uh, recently, we did have three great years in the uh, from 2013 to 2015, another year above 500 before Clint Hurdle left town. Um, I have full faith, I really do, that the Pirates are going to rebuild. But uh, tonight, we're thinking about the history of uh, all those great players. Do you have some memories, Doug, of any of those guys that you may have interacted with well, during your great you know, career? I, I interviewed Mazeroski a few times, and um, you know, at different functions, and was with him at banquets and different things, and and he just sort of, uh, uh, you know, down to earth, uh, one of these guys that uh, you know you'd uh, want to have have a have a breakfast club uh, <laughs> meeting with. You know, you talk yeah, to just him. down to earth, down yeah. to earth, yeah. yeah. And he's he, he never considered himself anything special, but I mean. He was an outstanding athlete, and, and a lot of people forget he was an all-Ohio basketball player. Until, yes, yeah, outstanding basketball outsta- player. Yeah, yeah, basketball and baseball. So, uh, I mean, yeah, he, and only he, like 5'11". Yeah, yeah, and he jumped jump center, center, didn't jump he? Jumped yeah. center, 5'11", yes. Yeah. So, he, you know, he was... Which, which high school did he go to? Was uh, it the... Well, it's Warren Consolidated in Tilton's, Tiltonsville. Yeah. Tiltonsville, yeah. Okay. He, he grew up at uh, Rush Run up there. Rush and, Run, yeah. yeah. You can see that sign when you're Solid. driving down at Little Baseball. Exactly. When the shrubber, when the the foilage just off the trees. Yeah. That baseball is so cool. It says Rush Run Zone, Maz Nine Hall of Fame, uh, two thousand two. Nick, whatever was year catfish it was. because his, his childhood nickname was Catfish. Of course, he, he liked to fish in the High River there and whatever. But uh, you know, he, he's just a down to earth guy and uh, and really really special. Now, I have one Clemente story. Oh wow! Okay, uh, the Clemente's final game in Pittsburgh. And everybody was there in the, in the locker room. They are all we're all bunched up there. And he got his three thousand three thousand hit, hit right. off of John Matlack, okay. right? Right, exactly. Right. And uh, everybody's uh, you know this is a fun blah blah blah. And yeah, you know, everybody's taking their notes down. 
And so um, uh, uh, we walked out, I walked out into a hallway there, or the corridor going into the locker room where they had the press conference. And um, uh, I just waited out there and I was looking at my notes and thinking what I was going to write about. And then pretty soon there was a couple other writers come out, one from the Pittsburgh Press and one from UPI. So there were three of us out there standing, and most of the other people had gone back to the, their, wherever they were going to file their stories. And uh, the locker room had already cleaned out pretty much because, you know, Clemente's thing was long, uh, the last thing. And um, so uh, we were standing out in the hallway uh, talking to each other, three of us. Uh, I think it was Les Biederman from the press, I believe it was. And I'm trying to think of the fellow's name from UPI in New York. But uh, who comes walking out dressed, finished dressing and showering was Roberto Clemente. He's the last one out. And so uh, the three of us look at each other and said, well, we might as well talk to Roberto again. Uh, then, so <laughs> You got stuck talking to Roberto. Yeah, you know, <laughs> you know, it was tough. But uh, so the three of us, uh, I think, were the last three to talk to Roberto Clemente in wow. Pittsburgh before he flew back, and then you know what happened later. Oh, my. Uh, but... Uh, uh, so there, uh, you know, I thought about that. You don't think about things at the time it happens, but then you look back and think, "Holy cow! I was one of the last three writers." Jeez, that's incredible. Uh, you know, his last game in Pittsburgh, and standing there, and I'm thinking, "Holy cow!" And but you don't think about that stuff at the time it happens. A lot of times, you know, of course, we didn't know what was going to happen. The tragic events that go happen later, yeah. but. Uh, you know, so that that's which, a, that's which was special. eight days after the immaculate reception. Yes, now, what a turbulent yes. time in Pittsburgh. Yeah, it was. Sure it was. That, yeah. that, that's amazing stuff, though. Yeah, that's a what a great story. Yeah, I mean, that's just got to be something that you're. Oh. I just I get fascinated. We should have just a Doug Huff uh, <laughs> Saturday show and just all all his memories come uh, come pouring out and just have a rapid fire with him. Maybe that'll make up for your grilling by uh, Counselor Powell. Yeah, day. well, I just I just <laughs> I, uh, as I say, you said you're around. If people are around, uh, you know, in our business. You know, uh, people are around her so long, and, and you don't realize how special some of these things are at the time. But then you look back and think, holy cow, I was one of the last three guys that talked to Roberto Clemente. That's unbelievable. Uh, you know, so. Wow. That is so cool. Yeah. Okay. Oh, the yeah. last radio interview with Phil Necro. Is that right? And that's something. Wow. Yep. yep. Wow. Yep. That's amazing. Yeah, Phil, uh, Phil was a good friend. of I considered Phil one of my, uh, of all the superstars from the High Valley, Phil was probably one of my two or three closest, you know, friends that really? I could talk to. And, you know, we had no problem, uh, you know, uh, uh, talking to each other about uh, different things. Of course, his mother, see, I knew his mother before I knew Phil and Joe Necro because his mother, Ivy, was a proofreader at the newspaper office. That's right. When I, when I started yeah, there, about that. and I just knew her, and then she uh, she retired shortly yeah. thereafter. But, you know, I just had cars. She said, oh, my son, yeah, my sons are doing this. And I'm thinking, yeah, boy, this is a proud mom. And I'm thinking, holy cow, she really should be proud. She should be, yeah. And Phil and Joe, they were both super super guys, too. Yeah. Now, now did Phil... Uh, 
did he live back here in the valley for a while and then he moved to Florida later? No, or, no, he, no or he, where did he? He, he lives. He he, uh, he lived uh, most of his uh, adult life in Atlanta. He lived some, in Atlanta. Stayed uh, on, there. Yeah, on on okay. one of the lakes out there. He had a home on okay. the lake. He liked to fish and. And he lived on the outside of Atlanta, but of course he got a, he got a statue of Phil Necro. I have a picture taken with it when I, we went to a game down there on, a, on one of the Uniglobe trips, and uh, so uh, you know they have a Phil Necro statue. And uh, sure, and I, I never forget that one security guy said he, he looked up and he saw I was getting my picture taken. He says. You're taking him with the best man. I said, I know. I said he's he's it was great. He was a great guy. He was just a tremendous guy. That's really fantastic. Guys, what were your experience with Roberto? Was that similar? He just yeah, uh, yeah, uh, yeah. He, see, Roberto Clemente, uh, he was sort of like on another level. I mean, sure. Yeah. You know, I'm, I'm a, he I'm, was I'm, he was like the Beatles of, of yeah, baseball. Yeah, he like was Elvis a he was a rock star. Yeah. But he but he was you know one of those guys is just uh, you know he's on another plateau. And I think even Steve Blass mentioned that. Once he says, he said, "Holy cow!" He says, "I'm in the same locker room with Roberto Clemente." <laughs> yeah. Well, here here's a question. You know, we talked about Parker, and uh, we talked about Dave Parker and Al Oliver not having that three thousand yeah. hit, you know, automatic uh, punch card to the Hall of Fame. What if Clemente wouldn't have hit that double off of Matlock oh, and he would have boy. finished his career with two thousand nine hundred ninety nine hits? Because he finished his career with exactly, exactly three thousand. Yes. So would he have had to wait? No. Would he have had to? No, would they have said he didn't get three thousand no, hits no, no, and, no, and bypass no. the twelve All Star games and the no. MVPs and, four, and the four batting titles, titles and the two just, World Championships, two, two World Series yeah, they just waved, titles? They yeah. just waved that waiting period. See, yeah, right. Waiting period and deservedly so. Retired, yeah, and, uh, for the circumstances of that tragic plane crash. So. Uh, you know, they just waved at for him, but he would have been in whether he had two nine 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 or three thousand. Yeah, and, and then every once in a while, yeah, there's a generational player that deserve generational figure that deserves to have those rules waved. And yes. I believe yes. uh, Mario Lemieux was uh, one of them. I think that happened with him with the NHL Hall of Fame too. And uh, I want to talk a little bit of Penguins when we come back. Okay. Uh, Doug Huff, Ross, the Stone Cold Stunner, uh, and Mike Florak here on. The Paul Harris Huddle. One, two, three. facing a serious legal battle? The Law Office of Paul Harris wants you to know you aren't alone. Do you need someone that's not afraid to go to trial and fight for your rights? Attorney Paul Harris and his team are willing to go where most firms are not. The courtroom. With a successful track record in civil litigation, criminal defense, including tax issues and healthcare fraud, Harris Law Office will fight for their clients by offering the most aggressive representation in and out of court. Call Paul Harris at Harris Law Office for a free consultation. 304-232-5300.
College football season is coming, and FanDuel wants you to be ready for game day when the college football kicks off. Right now, new customers can get $150 in free bets guaranteed for week one. Just place a $5 bet, get $150 in free bets if you win or if you lose. Bet any college football any way you like. You can try the same game parlay bet, jump into the action live betting, look at some of the special promotions they have, and go for it all with national championship futures or bet your thoughts on the backyard brawl. If you've been thinking about joining FanDuel, do it now. Use my name and row in the promo code box and find out why FanDuel is America's number one sportsbook. You must be 21 or older and physically present in West Virginia. First online real money wager only. $10 first deposit required. Bonus issued as non-withdrawable free bets that expire 14 days after receipt. Restrictions apply. See terms at sportsbook.fanduel.com. If you have a gambling problem, call 1-800-GAMBLER or visit www.1800GAMBLER.net. Save 11% on all your outdoor storage needs at Menards. Suncast outdoor storage sheds keep your gardening tools, bicycles, and outdoor equipment organized and protected with steel-reinforced double-wall construction, metal hinges, and lockable handles. Get peace of mind with 11% off all Suncast storage sheds now at Menards. Good through September 5th. Savings are mail-in rebate. Some exclusions apply. See store for details. Hey man, what can I get you? Yeah, can I have two cores lights? You got it. Hey Mike! I need two cores lights! With a taste as cold as the Rockies, only Coors Light gives you refreshment every time. Here you go. Thanks, Mike. Doing a great job. Alright, two ice cold Coors lights. Um, that's the coldest beer I've ever had. Hey, they don't call it the world's most refreshing beer for nothing. Okay, be honest with me. Do you really have the Rocky Mountains in your beer cooler? You don't believe it? Check it out. Man, that's pretty amazing. I know, right? I can't believe it myself sometimes. I mean, this cooler is only three feet wide. Coors Light, the world's most refreshing beer. Coors Brewing Company, Golden, Colorado. With great beer comes great responsibility. Once again, Toyota is the best resale value brand according to Kelly Blue Book's KBB.com. So stop waiting and check out a new Camry, available with all-wheel drive and a 24-valve V6 engine, delivering an impressive 301 horsepower. Or check out a stylish Venza with an all-hybrid powertrain and 40 miles per gallon. Visit buyatoyota.com and reserve yours today. Toyota, let's go places. A serious injury from an accident can be just the start of your worries. What if you cannot return to work? How do you take care of your family if you're disabled? At Gellner Law Offices, we represent seriously injured people and understand their problem. We know how to get you fair compensation. We will work hard to make sure you get the money you deserve for your losses. Don't go it alone. If you're hurt in an accident, call us at 304-242-2900 or visit us at gellnerlaw.com. We'd like to help. If you have ever wanted to get in shape and get all the physical and mental sharpness that comes along with boxing training, now you can do it in a safe, clean, and supervised location with an experienced boxing trainer. Team Terra Fitness from Morristown, Ohio is offering boxing training now. 
If you are interested, you can contact me, James T.U. We'll arrange a free introductory session. You can reach me at 412-298-9805 or send me an email to James T.U. Lawyer. That's James T.I.U. Lawyer at gmail.com. Attorney Tom McIntyre. Life. It may knock you down, but you don't have to stay that way. I'm Tom McIntyre. I'm a bankruptcy attorney, and I'm here to help you. Give us a call, and we'll send you a copy of my free book, When Bad Things Happen to Good People. It's an interesting read, and it'll explain bankruptcy to you like no other book does. Give us a call. We're here to help you. Call Thomas E. McIntyre & Associates at 304-232-8600. Allow us to help put you back on the road to financial success. Over the years, you've brought opioids into your home. They helped when you were in pain, and you held on to them just in case. But holding on to opioids puts your family at risk. Learn more at www.fda.gov slash drug disposal. Hello, everyone. From the Watchdog, I'm Darnell Foster with a look at your local weather forecast for your football Friday. Look for partly to mostly cloudy skies, a daytime high, near 83. Overnight, mostly cloudy skies with a temperature near 67 for the low. You'll see clouds, limited sunshine for your Saturday with highs in the lower 80s. Have yourself a great weekend, everyone, from the Watchdog. I'm Darnell Foster. The views and opinions expressed on the following program are not necessarily those of this station or its sponsors. back on the Paul Harris Sports Huddle. Thank you, Paul. Thank you, Paul. Uh, that is uh, Ross, the Stone Cold Stunner Johnston. I'm Mike Florak here with the great Doug Huff. We welcome you back with some Aerosmith from 1974 off the Get Your Wings album, The Same Old Song and Dance. Uh, great to be with you guys. We've had a great show talk a little bit of gave our, our shout outs i especially enjoyed uh the last segment got a chance to give a shout out to uh kelsey crawford and my uh old classmate uh sandra petrelli for their uh being cheerleaders with our their respective teams notre dame and ohio state 
and uh, of course talking back and forth with Doug Huff and some of his experience of talking about Roberto Clemente. And Doug, you've had a couple uh, people that you wanted to give a shout out to. Yeah. Uh, here. Yeah, we had a, uh, there's a couple of people that just passed away here recently that I want to mention. I think I'd be remiss if I didn't mention them. Uh, Ron Mock was Mr. Wrestling in the High Valley. I mean, he's, his name's on the uh, OVAC wrestling tournament for good reason because he ran that tournament and he was uh, the, the face of that tournament for, uh, you know, 35 years or longer. And um, he was the one that really built it into what it is. It's one of the, the, the better uh, events, high school events in the Valley. Absolutely. Yep. Yep. And, um, uh, Ron was just a great guy, just so passionate. He's uh, he, he was a uh, cl high school classmate at John Havlicek at, at Bridgeport. He graduated in '58, and then um, lived in Warwood for many, many years, and was in the Brook County system. That's where he was an athletic director and and uh, and uh, administrator and teacher and and whatever for many, many years. Uh, but Ron was just a super guy, and uh, just uh, you know, everybody misses him that uh, knew him. And he, he worked right up to the end. We were on a couple committees together, the OVAC Museum and Hall of Fame committee. So uh, uh, he will be missed big time. Yes. And, uh, you know, uh, super guy, many friends, uh, you know, and, and a hard, hard worker, humble guy. And uh, we really miss Ron a lot. Another uh, person that just passed away is, uh, is a... Uh, a friend of our families, and uh, he was he was one of the Cleveland Browns' uh, top fans from Morton's Ferry. His name's Otto Brown, and um, uh, he was uh, limited with some uh, health problems over the last several years, and uh, passed away last week. And Otto was uh, just a super guy. I think he knew everybody in Morton's Ferry. Hmm. <laughs> you know, he's just one of those guys that's uh, just so friendly and passionate about <coughs> everything. And uh, as I say, Cle uh, the Browns. Uh, or his team, and uh, he would never waver from, uh, uh, you know, whatever their downs and their ups and whatever. And and uh, was he friends with Lou Groza? Uh, he the he, toe. Or? Uh, well, he I think that's probably got him so, started. Yeah, that's what probably got him started. Set him on being, the path. He, he he went to Blair St. John's High School in West Liberty, okay. but um, uh, I think. Uh, you know, a lot of the these uh, uh, passionate fans from the Valley, uh, because, you know, Chuck Halley played for the Cowboys. The Cowboys had a lot of big following from uh, from this area. And, uh, and, of course, Lou Groza, you mentioned with the Browns. And, uh, you know, a lot, a lot of these pro teams or college teams where our area guys play or go to uh, gains following from back home, you know, where they're, where they're from. And uh, Otto was one of those guys that uh, never wavered being a Browns fan and, uh, Super guy, but uh, uh, we miss Ron Mock, we miss Otto Brown, and uh, uh, our condolences are with their families and friends. Yeah, thank you, thank you for that, Doug. Uh, always great to hear your history. It's always uh, just a joy for me to be around uh, someone like you that just has all these experiences. You just blow my mind every time that you, you come up with one of your stories and, and the one about Roberto's. Uh, just just absolutely incredible. One of the three last yeah. uh, writers to actually speak with uh, uh, Roberto Clemente is, is just terrific. Um, we were talking, I mentioned, uh, we, we, while we were talking about Roberto, we talked about his uh, Hall of Fame induction, the five-year waiting period being waived. And I believe, if I'm, I'm not mistaken, that happened for Mario Lemieux, too, with the NHL so. Hall of Fame. So while we're talking, uh, mentioning Mario, uh, we'll talk about the big news in Penguin Land this week, and that is that head coach 
Mike Sullivan received uh, a three-year extension on his contract, which will take him through, I believe, the tw- either the 26th or the 27th season. So Sully's got a- an extension there, and they still have a little bit of time left on the window. Howard Carnell, if you're listening, love to hear you chirp in on uh, what you think about Sully's extension. But I think it's well-deserved. Uh, the Penguins in my opinion, continue to be the class of of Pittsburgh sports. They are uh, one of the best organizations from top to bottom. If you hear what players say about how the the players are treated, the way the Penguins do things, top to bottom, one of the best organizations in in not only the NHL, but professional sports. And I believe uh, that with with this extension that they've given to Sully, the extension that they've given to Malkin and to uh, Latang and to several of the other uh, players. Brian Rust received an extension also. Uh, they also signed Ricard Raquel, who I thought uh, had shown flashes of, of some really, really good things uh, before he was injured in the playoffs. I think they think they might have another run left in them. And uh, w- would that be just so exciting to see? Uh, right now, for all of us, we have all these great high school sports. We have regionally all the, the great things. And, and WVU, as I said before, I think is looking up this year. I look forward to a good year from them. Ohio State going to battle it out for the number one uh, team in the country. As, as the rankings stand now, they're number two. Many Notre Dame fans here are excited about the, uh, the, the Marcus Freeman era beginning. Uh, Pitt looks like they have a have an excellent defense. Narduzzi's done a good job there, so we have a lot of a lot of really good things here. But uh, it would be great for me as a big fan of the Steelers, Pirates, and Penguins to see the Penguins make one last run mm-hmm. with that core that they have uh, that that they have that they've committed to. And uh, that being said, uh, the Steelers and the back uh, headline here on the uh, Sunday news register is that the Steelers try to get back on top in the balanced, brutal AFC North have still not really named, officially named Mitch Trubisky as a starting quarterback, but it appears that uh, that will be the case. Uh, what do we see, uh, Ross or, or Doug, what do you see about the chances of Kenny Pickett ending up the season as being the starter? Well, it just depends on how uh, Trubisky does. Sure. I mean, I, I think that's a natural thing. I mean, he's been an NFL starter. Uh, he's got this, some experience. He started all three, I believe, all three preseason games. Yes. And, uh, you know. Pickett, and got the Bears to the playoffs twice. Yes, right, yeah. exactly. He's, he's got the experience. I don't think they want to throw Pickett into the Wolves right off the bat. Not with that offensive line. No, no. <laughs> So uh, they're going to break him in uh, gradually. And, uh, you know, down the road, he's definitely will be a starter, uh, assuming if health-wise, if he stays healthy and uh, keeps keeps on progressing the way he is. And, of course, being a local favorite like that, you know, he's going to be well-received. And uh, so, um, you know, I, I, I think the Steelers do have a good situation there. where you have I two, think it is. Two, when you have two quarterbacks that can do the job, I mean, some some teams don't have one quarterback that right. can do the job. But also some people say when you have two quarterbacks, you really don't have one. Well, so. yeah. <laughs> but, yeah. But, but Pickett could develop into that guy, and in all fairness to, to, to uh, Mitchell Trubisky, he didn't have a heck of a lot of weapons in Chicago to work with right. and still went to the playoffs twice right. with them. Um, 
I, I, I'm a little concerned about Najee. Did Najee Harris Ross? Did I see that he had some type of injury that he went out? Or are you did, are you aware of that? No, I'm not aware of it. But let me look it up real quick. Uh, yeah, see he, if there is um, I thought he had some some type of little nagging injury that they were a little uh, concerned about. But he. Um, had a great rookie year yes. with an oh, offensive definitely. line that underperformed last year. And uh, I'm a little concerned. I like the uh, the backup, the Warren, that they brought in. Uh, they did cut Anthony McFarland as, yeah. as, uh, the, the second, as a candidate for the second running back position. I would like to see somebody who was kind of a go-to, more of a go-to guy as a second running back. Maybe Warren can evolve into that. I, I don't think there's any question that the receiving core is is a pretty darn good one. Um, Deontay Johnson, Chase Claypool, uh, Pickens, the rookie, uh, have all shown that they are, are really uh, just have physical abilities off the charts. So there's there's weapons to choose from with whoever the quarterback is. Pat Fryermuth is going to evolve, I think, and, and develop into one of the better tight ends in the NFL, big target. So they've got the bigness, uh, they, they've got the size, the bigness, yeah. they've got, uh, you know, Claypool's that extremely freakish, tall, uh, angular, athletic wide receiver. Deontay Johnson is the, the good, uh, he can get deep down the field. He's also a, a pretty good possession guy. And then you, you have the Pickens who looks like he's got a chance to be spectacular. So the weapons are there. Mm -hmm. Can they get the protection is is the yeah, question definitely. in my mind. So uh doesn't look like Harris is hurt now. He did have an injury at the beginning of camp in the first couple of weeks. If you watched the game last week, he did get some extra reps last week, which I was mm -hmm. kind of like raising my eyebrows because yeah. all the touches he's going to have this year. Yeah. But he seems to be uh, near 100%. Yeah, and I don't think there was any – Alarm sounded about the minor injury that T.J. Watt suffered. Uh, he, he'll be back. He's, he's a gamer on that defensive side of the ball. Yeah, um, preseason getting blocked below the waist um, from the blind side. They got to do something about that call. That's got to be a penalty. Yeah, it's uh, just period, preseason or any, any type of any time of the year. Yeah, you're, you're exactly right. You want to protect your stars. NFL always does a good job. We talked about the NHL. They need to do a much better job of that. But that's who the people come out to see. We come out to see the T.J. The Watts and the Cam Haywards and the Minka Fitzpatricks and the guys on the other side of the ball as well. Um, yeah, Ross, yeah, go ahead. You were going to say something. No, I'm good. Yeah. Go ahead. Yeah, but uh, I think uh, the question marks for the Steelers, as I see them still, are uh, on the offensive line. I think the weapons are there. The skill is there. But the offensive line is a big question mark. We talked about the game of football still being won or lost at the line of scrimmage. Defensively, uh, they have a number of guys who can possibly take the place of Stephon Tuitt. Uh, Tyson uh, Alu-Alu will, will make a comeback. Mm -hmm. They had a couple of uh, free agent signs uh, for depth that I think can add to uh, the, the, the stoutness and the strength of Cam Hayward. And, and that could, I think, evolve back into a, a strength of the defense. But I think they still have some question marks. Yeah. At linebacker. Especially against the run. Yes. They, they struggled against the run last year. And the biggest question is, will Devin Bush live up to his potential, in my mind? Uh, do you agree or not with me, Ross, that he looked like he was going to be an outstanding player his rookie year? Yeah, he has not picked it up runs. since then. He struggles against pass coverage, yes. struggles sometimes on the run, size. inconsistent. 
It's just uh, yeah. I think if he they list him at five eleven, I think, and if he's five eleven, I'm yeah. six seven. Yeah, he's not very yeah, tall. Yeah, he's he's he's, he's undersized. Undersized, yeah. and and uh, I think that knee injury affected his quickness, which was his game. But he also didn't generate any turnovers like he had last year. And we talked about that mm-hmm. when we had the conversation about Chuck Howley and some of the great linebackers. Mm-hmm. Was that part of being a linebacker is is, is takeaways, yeah. and they, they, he wasn't able to do that last it's year. It's a weird non-fit. The fact that the Steelers lead the league every year in sacks, and then last year they struggled so bad against the run. It just—it's not. It doesn't make sense. Yeah, well, I think that's up the up the middle. They just weren't that strong. You had Cam, and if you ran away from Cam, there wasn't that much support. Now, the one guy I do really like was Miles Jack. The pick, the the acquisition of Miles Jack. Um, I thought when when you go back and you look at that playoff game which was one of the, the debacles that the Steelers suffered when they lost to Jacksonville, I believe it was five years ago. Uh, Miles Jack was all over the field, and I think he was just a rookie then. Mm-hmm. And um, he's a guy I think can make a big difference on that defense as far as clogging up the middle and run support. Still need that stoutness up front. I hope Alu uh, uh, Alu can come back from that, that knee injury. He appears that he got some playing time by all accounts it looks like he's going to be back in that lineup he has size uh experience toughness um, that they need to bring that that defense back up to the level that Steeler fans have been so accustomed to seeing and I think the rest of it is is a question mark the quarterback dilemma is always interesting and always at the forefront everyone's talk about the quarterback but to me the big issues are 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 right up front and I, I think as those two units go the defensive the, the the linebackers really I think the line will be okay but the, as the linebackers and the offensive line go I think so will go the Steelers this year mm-hmm. I agree a- anyone see anything different any and what do you think Ross yeah, the Steelers are going to struggle to make the playoffs this year, yes. I think. Yeah, I think they're going to struggle, yes. but you never know what can happen. I mean, for week one, next Sunday at 1 o'clock, they play Cincinnati, they win that game. Yeah, I mean, who, it, who knows what's going to happen? Who, who knows? And, of course, you got to deal with Joe Burrow because he's yeah. he looks like for the next 15 years he's going to be an unbelievable player. And, and, you know, kudos to Cincinnati for taking him number one overall. Their fan base deserves yep. a winner. They probably deserve a Super Bowl after all this. That stuff for me as a Steeler fan to say. But, uh, you know, Joe Burrow is, is the real deal without question. He's got Jamar Chase out there to throw to. Uh, uh, Higgins and, and Tyler Boyd, the pit grad, yeah. uh, just an outstanding trio of wide receivers, and, and uh, they're going to be a force to be reckoned with. The Browns are... Aren't you, rooting, aren't you rooting for Baker Mayfield? <laughs> <laughs> Thursday night, next Thursday, That's right? Be something. Baker will be uh, going up against his old team with uh, the Carolina Panthers. A great way, I think, to kick off the NFL season. Uh, but I don't don't count out the Browns with that talent that they have on the defensive side of the ball. Jacoby Brissett, I think, is a talented guy. I think in the right atmosphere, he might be okay. Uh, a great running game, uh, two good running backs. The, the don't count the Browns out. That's just my opinion. Well, yeah. And then you got they, they got Baker. a lot of pieces. Uh, yeah, they the, do the puzzle. Yeah. yeah, Baker's most uh, envious and upset about not being a Brown anymore because he's not Alice Cooper's neighbor anymore. <laughs> <laughs> Alice Cooper. When did you ever see Alice? Alice is out on the golf at course. At the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Yeah, well, they could yeah. see his. Yeah, his, his They did that one commercial where he had a delivery and it was 
spiked black boots with sequins all over it or something. He went to Baker Mayfield, and he, he went to the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame and knocked on the door, and it was Alice's delivery. I, I, I love it. it and every time I listen to classic vinyl or uh, any classic rewind on uh, Sirius, it seems like Christine Stone is playing golf with Alice Cooper, and, and that's up in Cleveland. Yeah, she's, yeah her, her she's studio's up there up in the Cleveland. Hall of Fame. Yeah, yeah, yeah. so uh, that that's funny to bring up Alice at that time, but uh, it, it promises to be a fantastic football season. We look forward to continuing to follow uh, everything, all the exploits of all the local teams. Uh, Want to wrap up any last thoughts, Ross? Any last word? Go Irish. Go Irish tonight. Big night tonight for uh, the Marcus Freeman era. Yeah, Doug, any any go, final comments? Uh, well, go Mountaineers. Uh, we need uh, two or three more wins here before we get into the uh, uh, tough conference season here. But uh, I think they got Kansas and Townsend State and then the big one at Virginia Tech. So uh, we'll see what happens. Virginia Tech lost, okay. lost last What's yeah, that? Right. Virginia Tech lost. Yeah, I know. Right? I know. Old Dominion. Wow. Was it Old Dominion? Yeah. Wow. Wow. That's yeah. a bad loss. That's um, yeah, a bad one. So maybe maybe there's some hope for uh, West Virginia after all. <laughs> yeah. Well, I think I think they're going to be fine, and I think 